Welcome to Judgment. It's Bond season. Be fair warned, we do talk about this movie in depth, so spoilers ahead. Now let's have some fun. Enjoy. And welcome back to Judgment. This is Andrew. So good to have you back with us. We're still on our James Bond kick here. <laughs> still trying to figure out what's the number one James Bond movie of all time. I'm uh, here with my co-host and great friend, Blaine. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. We're still trucking. Still trucking through. I don't even know what number we're on at this point. A That's lot. okay. I'll ask our other co-host, Corey. <laughs> it's in the 20s. <laughs> All right. I don't even think we've got there yet, guys. There's still a lot more to come. So, uh, anyway. What are we watching tonight? Oh, excuse me. Uh, tonight, we're going to be reviewing On Her Majesty's Secret Service. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Lazenby. Hers indeed. Yes. Uh, but first things first, Blaine, how are you? I'm doing good. Great. Great. I see you got some rosé there. I'm very happy for you. All day. Yes, sir. And, Corey, what about yourself? There is quite a lot of liquor behind you. But I um, am just drinking a water, just a water. Hey. Mm. Hydration, bros. All right. There's too many and too many bottles of liquor behind me to even address. Is that an urn on your over your left shoulder? Oh, we, shit. We, we shan't that? talk about the urn. Oh, <laughs> Oh, All right, damn. but he's just like Bruno. I'll okay. say it's Can't whatever's in there is distilled. Oh, oh, mm. okay. Well, you know, in memory of. All right, mm. it's not my dad, is it? Uh, I never met your dad. Oh, okay. But you uh, have distilled <laughs> in the jar behind you. <laughs> yeah. Be honest. I mean, that's not I, the question. But I was asked, still asked to be his executor, so you know, <laughs> what? I did liquefy his body and ferment it and drink it on special occasions. I, not only did I ferment it, Andrew, I distilled it as well. Thank you, Corey. That's what he always wanted. That's why he put you in charge. <laughs> I didn't think that. I didn't think that dad wine was enough. I think we needed dad spirit. And you know what? Mm-hmm. What better way to honor somebody turn their That's spirit right. into a spirit? His mm-hmm. spirit's always with us. Forever mm-hmm. and always. Until the bottle runs dry. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I was thinking about the other day? Oh, sure. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> His face threw me off. Not, not enough people do a toast. Here's to lifting your spirits. Because when you toast, you're putting your glass in the air, and if it's got liquor in it, you're lifting spirits, baby. You know what, Corey? Mm. It's a trend I want to start now. I think I'm going to do it now, too. Here's the lifting your spirits, and I'm going to lift my spirit when I drink it. Well, oh. that's great. Yeah. Wow. Um, but as we all know, there's only one person that can lift those spirits, and that's a little man called Jesus Christ. So, um, Jesus. Oh. You must not know who Stephen <laughs> Stottheim is. <laughs> Jesus does not know Stephen Sondheim's. <laughs> Is that a riff that Stephen Sondheim's going to hell or because he was Jewish? I'll say he definitely <laughs> he just, he, you know what? It's it's more that he didn't do as good as Lord Andrew Lloyd Webber did, Jesus Christ Superstar. Mm. Well, okay. So we got Jesus Christ. I get these two confused and musical theater people calm the fuck down when I say this. 
We got Jesus Christ Superstar and Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Correct. These are both Christ uh, mm. figures. Joseph is not Christ. They're from the Bible. <laughs> They're, uh, thank you. If that's what you're saying. But Jesus is, <laughs> that's the name of Jesus. And Joseph is a, another man named Joseph. Yes. You were correct on your first assumption. They're from For, that same uh, milieu. His, is <laughs> yes. it's, it, yeah. he's, he's Jesus' surrogate father. Okay. I just, my mind has literally been blown. Are you telling me that Joseph from Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat is the father of Jesus Christ Superstar? Now, I think, it, I think that's the same Joseph. Fuck, we're not good at this, guys. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. I'm pretty sure there's only that's the main Joseph. Well, do I, I know that Joseph. But well, do I know anything Joseph. about Joseph in the Technical Dream Coat? No. Okay. <laughs> I know right. he's got a coat. Here's a better question. Was anyone in the Middle East? Middle East. Middle East. Joseph? Oh, <laughs> uh, very good. Very good. I, I see that rosé kicked in a little bit <laughs> from the Middle East. Joseph. Joseph. I don't know. We got Joseph know and Jesus in the Middle East. <laughs> and Mary. And Mary, of course. Joseph, and Mary, of course. Joseph and Mary. Smith. Um, yes, they have last names. names. Well, you're actually uh, making the- <laughs> you're making Mormonism sound more real. Oh, yeah. I forgot that was his name. Well, famously <laughs> famously yeah uh, uh so well, what the you know, fuck are we doing tonight i don't know i got caught up on mormons getting their own planet when they died you know um yeah we're doing on her Majesty's secret service from the year uh 1969 high five are all around um so yeah do we want to jump into this mm. <laughs> i think we've covered just about everything else um yeah so this is the first Non Sean Connery James Bond movie in the Eon, correct? Yeah, in the yes, the first one mm-hmm. as uh, Mr. Bond Connery uh, parted ways. He did, he, he was did. absolutely we saw it pissed off the whole time, and you only lived twice. <laughs> he was very angry, an yeah. angry man, yeah. Uh, but you know. Money heals all wounds because he shows right back he up came in back. the very Comes next back movie twice. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so they they drug old George Lazenby's uh, non acting ass <laughs> into the role. How the fuck did he end up? How did he get this? Oh, it, we're it, gonna have to get to that. It's a yeah. tale. It's a tale. It's a tale. Uh, as always, so time. As long as always, right. Mrs. Potts. <laughs> we found it. That's another one. Playing yeah. There it is. Definitely. There it is. All right. Angela I, Lansbury. Son I, I named was, Chip. Yeah. I, I was going to say, I, we're, I swear we're going to talk about this movie, but Angela Lansbury did Mrs. Potts in the original. Who did? Because I did not see the, the live action Beauty and the Beast. Too gay. Um, but who did Mrs. Potts in the remake? I believe that was um, Emma... Rita Coolidge. I'm so glad she's working. Yeah. I'm so glad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, why can't I remember... It. It's Emma... Really Emma... What the heck is her last Emma name? Emma Thompson? Emma Thompson. Thank you. Yes. Oh. That's kind of a letdown. All right. Uh, she was very good. <laughs> it's not bad I, at all. I mean, I, listen, I have no problem with her. It's just... Who would you rather have? Oh, Angela Lansbury. We couldn't bring her back. But who would you have rather had? Oh, if it could have 
If it wasn't Angela Lansbury. Oh, Emma Thompson. Um, <laughs> good. Very good choice. <laughs> so on Her Majesty's Secret, because gentlemen, let me just say, we don't have all the time in the world, so let's get right to oh, this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so <clears throat> on Her Majesty's Secret Service, why don't I do a little IMDb plot yes, synopsis here? Please do. All right, so James Bond woos a mob boss's daughter and goes undercover to uncover hmm, uh, the true reason for Ernst Stavro Blofeld's allergy research in the Swiss Alps involving a beautiful uh, involving beautiful women from around the world. Yeah, this movie's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> right out the gates. It is right like out the gates. involving beautiful women in that plot goes nowhere. <laughs> it it certainly doesn't pick up. I know that for sure. Um, now, just to be fair, I know that some people in the world see this as the greatest James Bond movie of all time. I would have to respectfully disagree, in my opinions. Those people that. I don't want to talk to. You know what? Or but me. at least you're respectful about it. Yeah. As opposed to someone else in the room with me, or... I'll say it right to their <laughs> fucking face. Dickhead, this sucks. This movie sucks. <laughs> Just like that, with that anger. I love it. Uh, Rosé usually loosens people up. It makes Blaine more aggro, though. I don't I... understand. <laughs> What's uh, that pink anger juice oh, 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 that was heading in a strange direction you really you saved it i think <laughs> it's all right we can always edit um we've done it before and we'll do it again um okay on her majesty's secret service let's start off again i think we kind of know how everybody feels about this uh but Corey, i'm gonna start with you based on thumbs what are you giving on her majesty's secret service i'm still gonna give it just one thumb down I don't think it's two thumbs down. Yeah. It's cl- it's basically two thumbs down, but it's there's pa- <laughs> there's parts of that. Listen, for the legacy of George Lazenby only having one movie, I'm not going to completely shit on him, but I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Blaine, what about you? <laughs> I'm right there. One thumb down. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty... Two thumbs down is a Casino Royale 67. Yeah. This is not. Diana Rigg is amazing. Love her. In this She's phenomenal. You can't, if she, you can't give it two thumbs down. No, I, I agree. I think yeah. she's great. I, I just wish she could have actually cried. That would have been great instead of using so many <laughs> fake glycerin tears. <laughs> glycerin. Listen, she's, she's uh, too strong of a person to cry. Yeah, I hear you. Um, so, I, I'm sorry. I was about to go into plot synopsis, but we've already done all that. I'm going to give my thumbs. Yeah. Oh. Uh, uh, I'm with you guys. One thumb down. Like you said, Blaine, this is no Casino 67, a movie that is unwatchable. So <laughs> I wouldn't even say, yet. like, sometimes we say borderline unwatchable. No, nah. it's over the board. Full blown. Yeah. <laughs> yikes. Big yikes. Yeah, big yikes. Um, I never want to watch that again, ever. No, I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> it's, just, it's just bad. Bad all around. Uh, great Dusty Springfield song. It's wasted on that movie. So. <laughs> so, yeah. The music is wasted on that movie. I know that we disagree there, but that's fine. No, no. I mean, I get it. You're a big fan of insert. Herb. That, Herb Albert. Yep. <laughs> and the uh, brass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just go brass band. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, not many people know he got rid of the San Francisco brass and then went down to Tijuana for little drugs and uh, he got a new band. <laughs> hey. Uh, that's unfair to Tijuana. Um, 
I don't know. There's a lot of drugs there. I would, don't forget about Bert Bacharach. He's great. Got nothing bad to say about Bert. Except all those rape allegations. No, <laughs> that never happened. Uh, <laughs> yes. It was no. a weird time. No. Who, who can say? Who can say? <laughs> who can say? Uh, speaking of terrible people and things they've done, um, you guys, <laughs> I swear I'm about to talk about this movie, but there is a great clip that has been circulating around of the Cosby show when uh, apparently in the episode, <laughs> jump, Bill Cosby. Jump, jump. <laughs> was this the barbecue sauce? Yes, yeah, the barbecue sauce. That. Corey, have you seen the barbecue sauce? Uh, I haven't seen it. No. Cool. Well, I know what we're doing at break. So, <laughs> it, someone has taken a clip of where Bill Cosby's talking about his barbecue sauce. Uh, let's just say it, it does something to people. And somebody's put ominous music behind it, and it's pretty <laughs> incredible. <laughs> Fuck. Um, All right. Yep. We'll watch that at break. Anyway, so on Her Majesty's Secret Service, this is the sixth James Bond film. And George Lazenby's one and only outing as James Bond. And like we said before, it was released in 1969. Once again, high fives. All right. So why don't we just jump right into this shit, huh? Let's go. <laughs> um, again, I, so it's again high five. I know I'm already not being nice. There are some okay things in this movie. But overall, it's just kind of... Uh, it, I will say, just right from the jump, it's got one of my favorite shots in all of the, the Bond movies. Holy shit, I can't wait till we get there. Yeah. Because there is actually good shots in these movies. There, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. Hold okay. it. Okay. So why don't we uh, just open up on our gun barrel secrets and... Tongues so lazy tonight. Secrets. <laughs> so we yeah. start with the gun barrel sequence, and... Corey, I think you and I agree. George Lazenby is uh, not bad in the gun barrel. He's like acting it. a fool. He is, though. They <laughs> actually fucking show yeah. it. He's, yeah, he he's truly so is. He's so extra in it. He's very extra. Corey, you and I watched the documentary. Well, it's kind of like a half documentary. Yes. Yeah. Uh, essentially, he uh, wanted it to be this very... Uh, theatrical knee bend kind of situation. So he goes all the way down and they, and, and the, and the thing in the documentary, they, I don't know if it's fictionalized, but they fight him on it and he's like, and then he just starts fucking around. And every time that he does a a bond sequence, he does something more silly and goofy. So they just have to keep this original take. It's probably fictionalized, (laughs) but it's, I like it. Hey, I, I enjoy all of it. Um, I will say on that documentary, I didn't, I don't understand why it took an hour and 15 minutes to get to him becoming James Bond, especially <laughs> since the documentary is called Becoming James Bond. So there's a docu- it takes there's, a minute to get there. It's a documentary out. George Lansby is an Australian man, so they get Josh Lawson to play him, an Australian actor you might recognize from uh, that Don Cheadle show. <laughs> wow. Mm. House of uh, Lies. <laughs> oh, okay. I was, I was going to go Black Monday, but okay. He's great, but it's they spend a whole lot of time of him being a car salesman and a mechanic, and yes, they a, do a, a little bit of model before he he basically cons his way onto uh, onto set and and gets the James Bond gig by kind of lying uh, and gets mm-hmm. a, yeah it's it's, it's all, all by chance it's yeah. really all by happenstance it's it's fine. They spend a little too much time discussing his erectile dysfunction, which is Aww. weird, but all right. R.I.P. 
R.I.P. that dick. Amen. Rest in penis. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> so then we cut to <laughs> we're at MI6 and we're in the office with uh, M and Q. And this is a real throwaway scene where they're talking about radioactive lint. I hated oh, it. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what if they throw it away? Yeah. <laughs> like you do with lint. Yep. Yeah. What, what, yeah. what happens? Here's it, my question. Will it kill me? If you touch How it. How radioactive is it? You know what's Tell a really me, good, Q. You know it's a really good fire starter that we used to use? Lint. What if someone tries to light that thing on fire? Radioactive lamp. Ooh, that's problematic, guys. Guys, that's don't bad. give that to a Boy Scout. No. No. Corey, were you in the Boy Scouts? I was. Look at him. Yeah. He was a Pueblo. Look at him. Oh. <laughs> is it Weeblo? What is that's it? That's Cub Scouts. That's Cub Scouts. Oh. <laughs> What's the difference? <laughs> that's a great question. What's the difference? <laughs> I swear we're about to get to the next that part just of this how movie. Old they are? I don't know. Is it matter. an age thing? Pueblo, though. <laughs> I don't think it's. It's a Pueblo, right? Well, we wish them all the best in all their endeavors. I hear they're bankrupt now, so get your badges, everybody. Uh, okay, so we talk about the radioactive lint, but then we cut uh, to a 1969 Aston Martin. Mm. And I think we can all assume who's driving this bad boy. Um, we don't know. Now, we don't in the shadows. Know. They His keep face. him in the shadows a lot. All, all we the- see is a crater-sized dimple. <laughs> That's it. It's on display. Yeah. Uh, and got to get those cigarette dollars in. We really (laughs) zoom in on that. The amount of cigarettes they they smoke in this movie is astounding. Uh, and the techniques of so many people (laughs) in this movie. (laughs) I wouldn't say of so many people. I'd say one person. I would say one particular person. One particular person has. He has black belt level cigarette skills. (laughs) Don't you tell me how to hold my cigarette. (laughs) In all the years I've been alive and seen real people and movie people smoke, this was a mind bender. (laughs) This was really interesting. Uh, Anyway, so there's, uh, there's a, Young lady, she is driving a red Mercury Cougar. Do with that as you will. Yeah. Growl sound. And right away, we get introduced to her. This is going to be our Bond girl. Uh, her full name is. Don't fuck it up. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> All right. Her full name is Contessa Teresa de Vicenzio. Yes. Very Thank well you. done. Thank you. I wrote it very big so I could read it and pronounce it. Uh, or just Tracy, you know. However you want to go with goes it. by. Yeah. I, I mean, like listen. Tracy. Tracy's played by Diana Rigg. Yep. Goddamn uh, Lady Elena Tyrell. Yes. So. Uh, and by the way, if you, when you think of someone named Teresa DiVincenzo, I think immediately of, of Diana, Diana Rigg. Rigg. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think someone Italian. That, that name no. is not Italian to me. No. No. Uh, I okay, think so white. Dark white. <laughs> oh, and then all you have to do is look at her and be like, ah, yes, waspy white lady. Got it. Uh, so Bond follows her to the beach and kind of makes a real big assumption that she's about to kill herself. Um, she was thinking yeah. about it. Yeah. I or mean, she... she was just, maybe she just wanted to take a swim. Unanswered questions. Why was he, did he just, was he tailing her? He just happened upon her. I this, mean, this look, is a thunderball thing all over again. That he's just, this is just somehow a right place, right time. Yeah, 
Or we can sum it up to Bond is, let's be honest, a little rapey. And maybe he was doing some stalker shit. I mean, he might have saw a pretty girl on the beach. You never know with James. I'm just saying she ends up being a pivotal plot point. (laughs) (laughs) This is true. This is true. He just happened upon her. Whether he was doing it for pervy reasons or not. Yeah. I'm going to stick by pervy reasons. But. Very lucky. Yeah. I'm wondering, yeah. now that you put that, what if this is all happenstance, and then he, her father sends her after him in the hotel, and that that's not happenstance? That, that, that everything pretty much from there on is, is Draco trying to set them up. But why did the, as we're about to find out, henchmen attack James here? Oh, because they were like, well, he can really defend himself. We're going to go report to the boss and let him know what happened. Then he's like, ooh, handsome, and he can throw a punch. Ah, so you think this was the the spark that lit the flame. Who knows? Oh, okay. I'm just, you know, then they, then we can at least maybe, for us, take a, we'll take a little bit of this happenstance bullshit out. Oh, boy. But yes, Andrew, <laughs> I agree with you. Very bold assumption here. Yeah. She walks out of there, and he sprints after her. Yep. I oh, mean, she's going to kill herself. I know it. Let me get I'm out sure of it. But by the time he got to her, she was walking. Fine. She was, yeah. Then he has her in his arms, and she's completely passed out. Yeah. What happened? He nearly tackles her to pick her up. He knocked her out running into her. <laughs> I've saved oh, you. I saw you floating in the water. You okay? You needed me. I know it. Uh, so, yeah, Bond, quote, unquote, rescues her. And <laughs> it's the first time we get uh, a real shot at Lazenby. Who... It's a pretty attractive man. Sometimes. Sometimes he looks goofy. I don't know what it is. Here's the weird thing. He's 29 years old. Shut your yeah. fucking mouth. <laughs> I, I, Shut your goddamn mouth. <laughs> no, he's not. Oh, he's 29. Oh, and dog no. years? Dog years. <laughs> is it different in Australia? Do they have shorter years? I don't know. Uh, God, man, the, the 50s were wild to people. <laughs> I don't know what hell people put themselves through, but aging has changed. (laughs) It has very much changed. How old? 29. Yeah. There are 29-year-olds out there now that look 15. This man looks a solid 47. Well, (laughs) solid. can Can I throw this at you? This is a newer movie. But I was reading, I think, the stats of Dodgeball. And when Dodgeball came out, Vince Vaughn was 31. Well, he's and got that terrible hairline. He, he, that but I would have him. never yeah. guessed that he was 31. 31. 31. I got to tell you, I remember watching Swingers. And he, would have he been, was definitely a 40-year-old. No, he would have been in his young 20s in that movie. You know what, Andrew? This really, knowing he was 29 here. Mm-hmm. And Dean Martin was what forty seven in the silencers. <laughs> yeah, Dean Martin was holding up. He was holding up well. And I know you said he looked kind of shitty, but in uh, that time, he uh, should have looked seventy nine. I don't. I won't say he looked shitty. I just don't think I find him attractive. That still blows my mind. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> blows. My um. Mind. I, and by I, the way, I just want to. I just want to point out Dean Martin at that time was smoking. I literally think that it was whole four bowl packs. Full of yeah, he smoked a bowl of cigarettes a day. And drink at least a bottle of alcohol a day. At least. 
Uh, great jeans coming out of Dean Martin comparatively. Yeah, so he's only 29. Sorry, uh, Vince, looks... Vince Vaughn would have been 33 during filming. My apologies. Oh, my That's God. Not, not much difference. <laughs> the same age as Jennifer Lawrence? Ooh. J-Law. Oh. And Jesus Christ when he died? <laughs> Ooh, it, uh, thank it's you. very telling. Thank you. What a, what a superstar. But what about Joseph? How? <laughs> yeah, how old he, was Joseph when he died? I think he lived to be an old man. Oh, May, maybe I don't know. Probably. <laughs> I mean, look, I I don't want to pretend like I know a lot about religion. Why wasn't Joseph at the crucifixion? Probably seems, was. Seems like a real ghost dad. Are you sure he wasn't there? <laughs> Cosby, how dare you do that? <laughs> how dare? You? Excuse me. All right, <clears throat> barbecue sauce. Now this. <laughs> it's not often we get Cosby twice an episode and only twenty minutes in. So. Okay, so they're on the beach. Yeah, he so just, but... he rescues her, mm-hmm. brings her body out, her unconscious body. Mm-hmm. You know, and then he's immediately attacked by two heavies. Yeah, I don't remember her immediately. Being, I got a step. I don't remember her being unconscious at all. She was limp. I'm pretty sure she said she no when he got there, and then they were literally on him and had a knife to her throat, and she was awake for the whole. Bit she of was it. awake at that part. Yeah, but he was carrying her out of the ocean. It looked like a dead body. Yeah, and that's when she looks up and he says, "Bond, I'm Jabon James Bond." She, but she, I'm Jabon, like, Jabon, 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 Jabon. <laughs> She's like, "Oh my god, oh no, he has a stutter." I'm Jabon, I'm Jabon. Who's this crazy man who tackled me in the ocean? Uh, yeah, she. Blaine's right. She kind of had the the whole heavens to Betsy. Uh, did I pass <laughs> oh, out? Yeah. Heavens to Murgatroyd. <laughs> <laughs> it's heavens to Betsy, Corey. Don't talk your nerd shit here. <laughs> uh, so Bond handles these guys pretty well. That's some decent. I mean, Lazenby's not a bad fighter, but again, he's 29. So yeah, you could tell he's athletic. He's mm-hmm. ripping skulls. Yeah, he's doing good. He's he's pulling these punches down from. Davy Jones's locker with these uppercuts <laughs> yep, from the that's ocean. True. Uh, it's, they, it's a lot they, of cuts, but yeah, they, they, they took a page well. out of they took a page out of um, old Sean Connery and did some speed force. Some speed force, yeah, yeah, for sure. They had to. Um, Absolutely. Uh, and then after it's all over, Tracy essentially escapes and drives off. I still don't know why these guys attacked them. I have no clue. <laughs> I have absolutely no idea. And, and it's not Are explained just, for a little while. Don't get it. I mean, and they, correct me if I'm wrong, don't they attack her as well? They hold a knife to her throat. Yeah, well, so these aren't, true. That is true. these aren't Dracos or Dracos. No, they, they are, they're definitely Dracos because I recognized um, the guy with the knife is the same guy who takes James in the lobby. I know they're definitely oh, Dracos. Shit. They're Drake, Dracos men. Well. He needs to talk to them about rough handling his daughter. Yeah, I don't yeah. don't kill yourself. Will actually, kill you. he probably told them to do that. Remember, yeah. based on his later conversation. Fair enough. Yep. Ooh, that's yeah. We got to get there. Um, and then goddamn Lazenby breaks the fourth wall and speaks directly to the audience. Yeah, that's weird. I mean, yeah, weird. I mean, we see some weird things in this movie, but it, you know, this is the weird way of saying. Yeah, I'm not Sean Connery, but did you notice? I'm, I'm James Bond. <laughs> yeah, uh, this and, never happened to the other guy. Yeah, uh, well. So then we jump straight to the opening titles and uh, not song but score. 
And by opening titles, I mean uh, clips from previous James Bond. I don't get it. Like you, let's go. Blades also fucks. You 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 (laughs) do the fourth wall break. You acknowledge that you're not the same guy. That you're going a different direction, and then you rehash all of the 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 previous goddamn movies with the other guy. Yeah, they go. Why would we do that? They go real out of their way to remind you. No, no, seriously, this is a real James Bond movie. This is. Yes. This is canon. Same thing. Yeah, this is canon. And and if you didn't get it now, just wait. We'll do it again a little bit later. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do it. <laughs> yeah. He's going to rummage through all this shit. No worries. We're going to bring some things back up just so you're convinced you didn't wander into the wrong movie. Um, so after we get through that, uh, by the way, we'll uh, appropriately score that a little bit later. But after the opening titles, we then uh, see Bond arrive at his hotel. I mean, I'm assuming he's on a mission at this point, but I honestly don't know. He is technically just... supposed to be chasing Blofeld, but he is obviously taking two years to do it. That's at least that's... Uh, really working that. Uh... Playing the long game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because he schedules golf the very next day. So <laughs> Yeah, he's not. You know what? My guy is not on mission half the time in this movie. <laughs> Absolutely not. When he gets to, um, when he gets started to break ahead, when he gets to to the conservatory or the he just completely is like you know what we're gonna take a few days to fuck some chicks i'll get to the mission later <laughs> nothing if, if they would have caught him he'd still be doing that today <laughs> today not not to jump even further ahead when he when he requests two weeks off it's like what were you doing previously that <laughs> yeah. you need a vacation from <laughs> he didn't ask for two weeks i thought it was he, two weeks he asked. He, he, he has resigned. Money penny. I know. I w- I didn't want to give too much away yet. Oh, Come on. Okay. The audience is watching us. They listen to oh, us. Oh, <laughs> right. You're right. Or not at all. <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. So again, I have no idea what the main point is, but after Jabon checks in, Jabon, <laughs> Jabon checks in. He goes to the casino to play. Back rat. <laughs> Honest to God, I, I almost walked to my television and threw it out the fucking window. I hate this game so much. I will never understand it. I just, I don't care. Don't care. <sighs> anyway, uh, Tracy comes to the table and <laughs> loses a hand at this game. Uh, again, I wouldn't be able to tell you if she lost or not, but she does. Uh, and in typical rich bitch fashion, she just is like, ah, I can't pay that. I don't have the money for that. <laughs> she Sorry, comes I can't in, do it. full cleave out, throws a huge hand, and then just like, well, fuck. <laughs> it's so random. Oh, so, oh, I'm sorry. I can't pay that. Oops. <laughs> oh, guess I lost. Oh, two face cards beats my whatever this is. I don't know. Bonk la bonk. I just... It would probably be a much funner game if someone had to yell Baccarat. Baccarat! Yell like Yahtzee. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'd be fun. If you didn't yell it before the dealer, you lost. Oh, that's great. (laughs) So it's like a race. Yes. It's like Uno. Agreed. Agreed. All right. So at that point, uh, James uh, ends up paying for Tracy's money that she lost at the game. And uh, James asked her to come up to his room. Um, or she does. I can't remember. One of them's coming up to someone's room. She gives him her key. Yeah. Ah, there it is. Okay. Why does James work? He's apparently the richest man in the world. 
He walked away. Yeah. He again gives the dealer a bunch of money. Mm -hmm. You see this? Listen, dealers' lives have been changed because of James Bond over the years. Across the world. (laughs) When he officially dies, I don't know if he does, but if he does, he's going to have a great memorial. Of just dealers. It's going to be dealers. Just and a bunch of dealers and maitre d's. Like mad tailors rejoicing. <laughs> tailors. Cheering in the streets. They finally, finally got what he deserved. <laughs> All right. So Bond goes back to his room and gets in another goddamn fight. This guy cannot stay out of him. Right. And this is, again, it's not bad. I mean. Some more speed force. A lot of speed force. Lot the my biggest problem with the fights in this one is the sound effects. Oh, wild yeah. sound effects and a lot of cuts, a lot of cuts. Ooh. Yeah, I mean the foley artists were really going for it on this yeah. one. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it does. It feels uh, very Batman and Robin sometimes. Yeah. It feels uh, very Alan. Ooh, Adam West. Yeah, if that the man's sound name's had not popped Alan. up on the screen, I wouldn't have been surprised. Yeah. It wouldn't have been shocking at all. I think this is the same year that that show comes out, so it makes sense. Uh, Well, Bond obviously wins this fight. I mean, in case you didn't know. He's Uh, fighting a man named Cha-Cha. Oh, my God. Hmm. It's that guy's name. I have a family member who named their dog Cha-Cha. So, (laughs) yeah. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. I often do, though. (laughs) We can move on now. Um, So... (laughs) Uh, Bond wins, of course, and he leaves the room. Uh, now, Corey, I know you're a huge fan of uh, Royal Beluga Caviar. Uh, North of the Caspian uh, Sea. Goddamn right. Not that... Uh, uh, you know American what? American sturgeon. Ugh. No, thank you. <laughs> Get out of here with that. Filth. Uh, you ever had Royal Beluga? I've only had Sabruga and Ocetra. Beluga is very expensive, especially now. Back then, who knows? Probably was a little bit more affordable, but still okay. pretty rare. Okay, cool. I will say this. If a man takes a toast point and shovels what it looks to be a full tablespoon of caviar and then throws it into his mouth, can't speak. He can't speak. Can't speak. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, okay. What was this thing called he shovels it on? Because I was going to ask that as well. A toast point. toast point. toast point, you say. Just a piece of bread. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so Bond takes some Wonder Bread and uh, shovels some caviar on it. Got it. But the fact that he was able to enunciate all that, I was like, well, A, that was ADR, we know. But you would not be able to speak after that. You need to chew <laughs> yeah, that. I, and then you're really going to need to chase it with something. Usually vodka. Mm, I, boy, I couldn't, Im- I couldn't imagine what it's like to just open mouth kiss someone that just ate some blue caviar. <laughs> blue caviar and vodka swishing around. Give me a, give me a big wet kiss. Mixed with a camel cigarette. I bet it's just glorious. Dream. (laughs) Dream. But you know what? I loved it. (laughs) I loved it all. I loved this moment. Uh, So at this point, Bond goes back to his room, um, and Tracy steals this man's gun um, and points it at him. And, of course, Bond has to be Bond and abuse women, so he slaps her. Well, you know, you got to make sure everyone knows, hey, this is the same guy from before. Listen, he abuses women just like last guy, okay? It, just like last he time. Can calm down. You can calm down now. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of talking between these two that really doesn't develop plot that Pitter, much. patter. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> I'm just going to cut to the chase. Uh, Bond and Tracy fuck. Yeah. They fuck. Yeah. Uh, 
And then the next morning, Tracy leaves James the money she owes him in the uh, dresser. Because let's be honest, Bond is quite a whore. He's so. just a whore. <laughs> yeah. I will say, even though this is the same Bond, we got Dom Perignon, not Bollinger. Yeah, we're back to Dom on this one. That's a good point, Corey. Now, Corey, next time you come down, are you going to bring your uh, 1956 Dom Perignon? Yeah. You can look Thank at you. it. You're going to look at it. We're not going to open it. Well, damn. Sorry. Right. Right. Open it from the bottom. <laughs> what yeah. if we sabered it? I love, you know. We won't drink it. You can just pour it on me. There's no cooler person in the okay? world than guys that saber champagne. <laughs> I mean, they're just the coolest dudes. Do you ever. think that the guys these days with beer bottles and they take they tap their knives on it, tap, tap, tip, tap, and then they saber it with their little knives are just as cool? I, You know what? They might even be cooler. I think so, too. They might even be cooler than champagne guys. Yeah. Especially, as long as it's not Bud Light. I know that for fucking sure. All I can <laughs> say is... Allow that trans swill in our neighborhood. Swill. <laughs> Oh, God, that is uh, just the craziest thing. saw, like, a clip of a guy who was like, I'm guilty of it now, too. I'm going to open up my fridge, and is this ketchup sponsored by Trans Community? Is this horseradish sponsored? Ooh. It's like, dude, Ooh. dude. You, gotta- I, you know what? Side. <laughs> We're going to sidestep a second. Uh, if these guys went to any Pride event in any state in the fucking union, they wouldn't have anything to eat, drink, or piss in because every fucking person, every company in this country sponsors Pride. Uh, because I hate to be this person, uh, we gay people, we buy a lot of shit, even when we can't afford it. It's not great. So, uh, would you say, would you, say you? you love shopping? <laughs> Is this your way of asking me to go shopping with you? And Let's go shopping. You got some clothes. Could you, could you please? Is this, is this your way of asking me if I'm the tan of our group? We want you to clear I am. Yes. Are you the tan of our group? Listen, are you uh, the tan or the Jonathan of our group? You're, de- I mean, yeah, you're definitely the Jonathan. I got the hair. Uh, Blaine, that's I mean, sure. Blaine's Anthony all day. I mean, he's got the bod. Oh, wow. Well, you, but you cook. I do cook. Oh, but I've but honestly, honestly, Anthony doesn't cook very often. <laughs> Sometimes just just kind of prepares things. It's not Let's a whole lot of cooking. They they know who's they know who to put in front of the camera at all times, and it's oh, always Anthony. This season, Anthony is like shirtless and always wearing of tanks. Course. I'm like, golly, y'all. Of this course, is he is so shameless. <laughs> um. Again, I swear to God, I'm getting back to this movie, but Blaine and Jill do make fun of me because I think Bobby's kind of hot. And they, His go-to's Bobby. I think Bobby's kind of hot. I'm sorry. I mean, he's not ugly. But Bobby, Bobby, this we, lately has been doing a lot of like the little pursed lips uh, kind of thing, like where he, especially in the promo <laughs> shots, I'm like, Bobby, what are you doing? <laughs> it's, 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 it looks very like... He's throwing them lips out there? He's like, oh. He's doing, he's doing a little bit. It doesn't seem like the Bobby we know. Seem like he's, oh no! But you know what? Bobby's out there eating warheads for the camera shoots. <laughs> I think he might be. <laughs> Bobby, why are you doing? Why are you doing oh, ghost face? Black cherry. Doing blue blue steel too much, Bobby. Let's 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 try something new. Uh, yeah. 
That's God. for Andrew. It's blue Thank steel. You. That's definitely what it is. Now that it's, it's definitely he's definitely doing a lot of blue steel. <laughs> Well, thank you, Corey. Um, and to answer your question, I think you know how I dress, and I don't know if I'm the one. You're not Dan. You're sorry. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I think you get to see my outfits every week. I don't know if I'm the proper one. So uh, my favorite outfit you wore was when I had the surprise visit for the podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, well, you mean my uh, sweatpants and uh, hoodie? Yeah. <laughs> Got no joke. I love when. Fallen. Tan may have thrown oh. up had he walked in and saw you. <laughs> Tan would have said, oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> oh Jesus. Um, anyway, uh, fall and winter are my favorite season because if you can throw on a hoodie and some sweatpants, that's life, everybody. That's life. I love a good And you hadn't lived until then. Well, um, jeans and a peacoat? That's my look. That's my vibe. Oh, I know. <laughs> Yeah, in case any listener was wondering, Corey is uh, three layers of shirt and a peacoat. Sweater under a cardigan, over a pullover, (laughs) under a polo. (laughs) (laughs) All under a polo. (laughs) All under a polo. My style is I try to be that guy. Earmuffs. We literally big was, ass mittens. There's always oh a guy who looked like he was like his bones were protruding through his skin, and he literally had like 18 layers on, like three different pairs of long johns, always like three different polos stacked on each other. Like, hey man, you're this is a wild thing. Just wear a coat. Just wear a coat. Just <laughs> <laughs> wear a coat, man. <laughs> anyway, so uh, yeah, Corey. Uh, Corey's always in a pea coat and blue jeans year round. Very strange. Year round. Um, and Blaine and I love a love a big shirt and comfy pants. So that's all we gotta say. I go for the Boondock Saints chic. Hmm. <laughs> you know, I think my line of progression of cool people are champagne saber guys. Yeah. Uh, beer butter knife guys. Sure. And then guys whose favorite movie is Boondock Saints. <laughs> <laughs> I That's... I've que- I've questioned people who like love that movie. Now I I'm entertained by that movie. I know yeah. how bad it is. <laughs> Here's the thing: it I'm not saying it's a bad movie. It's bad. It's but it's bad but I mean I I I'm okay with it. But it's almost like uh, if you say that or Scarface is your favorite movie, yeah. or Fight Club. You know uh, what? Those people are same right team. There. Yeah, same team. They're sure. right there same under team. champagne saber, <laughs> beer butter knife, beer butter knife. Yeah, and then uh, Boondock Saints, Scarface, Fight Club, favorite movies. Yeah. Who's your favorite so author? Then... Chuck Palahniuk. <laughs> Sorry, I know you're a fan, Corey. <laughs> I like his other work, actually. If I reread them now, I think I would fucking hate them. I liked them when I was a teenager. I have your copy of Choke right here on the bookcase. <laughs> yeah. It's terrible. It's not good. Uh, it's terrible. <laughs> well, where are we at? We're out of. Yeah, so at this point, uh, James goes back, fucks Tracy. Uh, he then is he's kidnapped. Now. Yeah, now he gets kidnapped. Um, uh, he's on his way to golf, you know, at work. Um, and he's picked up by the henchman. And they take him to meet our new character by the name of Draco. 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 Uh, Malfoy. Yeah. It's not bad. It's not bad. Um, it's Bond. It's like hanging fruit, honestly. Well, <laughs> Bond's got a 
very interesting stance when he's about to throw a knife. Uh, he that did make me chuckle a little bit. Um, <laughs> he's, he is safe, and he's like, I'm already in the stance. I got to throw the knife. <laughs> got to kill somebody. I got to. I look like an <laughs> idiot if I don't do anything now. Yeah, because he sure throws that knife into a wooden calendar. I mean, uh, hey, yeah. do you. Um, so he throws the uh, knife in the wooden calendar, and uh, Draco basically says, you're a day late. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what I did like about this? Oh. So the the calendar in the background is kind of blurry. And I did Jocko like that shot. shakes his glasses off. Mm-hmm. And once the calendar's in the glasses frame, it sharpens up. You can see it. And then he takes them off again. Yeah. It was. A, I did take note that that was actually was like, a really good kinda shot. That's kind of nice. Yeah. Is that your favorite but shot? Why did James? No. <laughs> It's not. Turns out it's the calendar and the glasses. <laughs> that's it. Of all Bond. So that's like the best fucking camera move that's I've ever like seen. The fucking legendary. Uh, yeah. yeah, so he meets Draco, who we find out is Tracy's father and a crime lord in his own right. Yes. Uh, he, he orders drinks for him and Bond from his... Uh, uh, I guess at this time period, we'd call them a secretary. Uh, hmm. He orders a Campari neat. Now, Corey. <laughs> Go to Corey's drink corner. <laughs> Corey's drink corner time. What do you rate this? A oh. neat Campari, Corey. Out of, out of seven thumbs. <laughs> what do I rate? <laughs> um, I would put it lower than a vermouth drunk's favorite drink. Which would just be Ooh. vermouth neat. Is that a giant <laughs> jar of Campari behind you? Um, to your other side. Let's see. They're labeled. To the other side. This is. Yeah, yeah, is that Campari? They're labeled on the bottom. Oh. <laughs> it says Campari. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, look. You read it? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> look at that. That's great. Good call. I love that this chug, is only chug, funny chug. to us, but. <laughs> just open it up. That's Campari, baby. Uh, let's just say Corey's not at his house this week. He's at someone else's, and by a fucking whim, Blaine called that out as Campari. So, way to go. The color's Let's right. See. The color's the right on. Huh? Yeah. Younger gay. <laughs> All right, is, it, is that twink blood? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> Corey, get out of that house. <laughs> okay, so it's, it's, it's below a vermouth drunk. I wow. I would rather drink sweet vermouth neat than I than drink for Campari neat is what I'm saying. Hmm. Because there are people who drink whole bottles of sweet vermouth and it's that's crazy to me. But Campari is so bitter, it's not made to drink neat. You have to. I, I honestly, after I saw that, I took a swig of the Campari that I have just to see. <laughs> just give it a shot. And I was like, that's 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 an interesting choice, <laughs> and. Maybe on ice, it's well better. So but. I love an Aperol spritz. An Aperol is basically Campari light. It's a little sweeter. It's mm-hmm. a little less bitter. Um, yeah. And I would probably drink Aperol on ice before I drink Campari on this. But he said Campari. He didn't say Campari on ice or anything. No, nope. we think <laughs> it's just... neat. So yeah, uh, it's a wild. It's a wild order. And when we and we found out recently that you two are not Negroni fans, I, uh, I like a Negroni. Oh, I you thought, know, you, I I thought like, you Andrew didn't like a Negroni. 
Yeah, I was drinking Negroni last week. I love Negronis. I think Andrew would like a Boulevardier, if I'm being honest. I just don't think he's... Well, see, uh, with my Negronis, I like it with uh, Prosecco and... Spagliato. And Spagliato. And Spagliato. It's not an addition. What? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Um, <laughs> at my bar, my tender makes it differently. Um, <laughs> your tender. <laughs> He's a chicken tender. It's a it's a giant chicken tender that serves drink. <laughs> he, he makes it and puts that chicken tender right in the middle of the glass. It's great. It's like a it's like a Bloody Mary, but you know. You know that thing that happens when you're in a pool and your sunscreen kind of like gets in the. That's what the chicken tender happens. The oil kind of starts to spread out in the drink. And <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I did get nauseated by thinking about all of that. Um, a soggy chicken tender. Uh, no, I hate your Negroni. Yeah, I hate Negronis. <laughs> we'll make you Corey, a Boulevardier, and I think you'll be a fan. Corey, I'm going to give our second biggest fan, uh, your brother, some credit because he spent a lot of time and effort at this party to make me a proper Negroni. And I took one sip and I was like, I will not be able to drink this. Would you like it? <laughs> That's proper negroni. Proper fit. <laughs> he spent more time making you that drink than he did picking out any of his tattoos. The problem the problem is this. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me just clear this up real quick. Not that brother. Oh. <laughs> I was like, he was not there. <laughs> Absolutely. I, and I did have a brief moment and I was like, the brother he's talking about doesn't have tattoos. No. Yeah, I was confused. Yeah. Uh, also, the brother that listens to this podcast. That's yeah, yeah. Um, uh, oh, that's, yeah, that's big shout out. I hope he didn't take Wait. too long making that drink. It's equal parts three ingredients. It's pretty. He, did. uh, he didn't take a long time. I remember. I remember. But he he was like, "I'm gonna make you the." He's like, "I'm gonna make you a great one," and I was like, "Okay, great." And he took the time to measure everything properly, and I took one sip and said, "Uh, you can have this." I won't be able to do it. You spit it in his face, threw the glass down. <laughs> called him trash. And called him an asshole. Yeah. The thing is, uh, the, the amount of disgusting drinks that we've drank with you, it blows my mind that that one doesn't hit much. Boy, doesn't hit your taste change. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is so weird how tastes change over the years. Because I can tell you right now, if I smell Red Bull, I almost <laughs> throw up. <laughs> I saw. I would. Who did y'all send it to me? Did y'all send, the guy was making no it was our other text chain where he it was a bon appetit video of a guy making a cocktail of chartreuse and blue gatorade and i was like damn oh. you guys gotta be kidding me Yikes. that is not no, a, thank you a cocktail that is not no <laughs> so james meets tracy's dad <laughs> yeah meets draco uh and then draco. tracy's dad says hey you need to fuck my daughter in submission <laughs> this i could show you how to do it if need be <laughs> i i had to write it down because it is a mind blower of a line uh she needs a man to dominate her to make love to her enough to make her love him yeah yuck god damn <laughs> if we Basically, Fuck her into submission. Yeah. yeah. And, I need you to fuck her, and her then, yeah. brains right. And he'll give him a million pounds if he successfully marries her. It's a, it's a, yeah. it's a she's all that plot, basically. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when I was watching it, I was like, you know, this is just like that Freddie Prinze. Uh, Junior? Boy, what? Junior. Yep. 
Oh boy, what was this? This was this? not Chico. He said, "I know there's Sorry. more to this. See, there's something else." Freddy no, no, I wasn't talking about Chico and the Man. The um, third, third. <laughs> oh boy, I've never seen someone crumble at a junior. I love that both of you thought. Oh boy. I didn't know the generation of the human I was talking about. <laughs> I meant oh the boy. female co-star of that movie. Uh, Rachel oh, yeah. Lee Cook. That's it. Good pull, Corey. Great pull. Yeah, her. Um, Freddie Prince Jr., Rachel Lee Cook. Paul Walker's also in that movie. R.I.P. Um, mm. <laughs> mm. Rest uh. in Paul. Rest in Paul. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Um, <laughs> and we got to talk about Draco and his cigarette holder because that was another thing that was blowing my fucking mind. That was a chest. Oh, well, he has, first off, he has the a giant cigarette box. Yeah, that's true. But then he has a giant orange cigarette holder. Oh, the uses, holder. Which is, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. I love that I he's got like... a chest, a, a cigarette holder, but he doesn't have a lighter. He still says to walk no. to the fireplace. <laughs> yeah. No lighter, though. He's got all the accoutrements, but the lighter. Very weird. Uh, by the way, I feel like we had this conversation another point in time about the cigarette holder slash cigarette box. So it's interesting to bring it back up. Was it? Never mind. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Anyway. Uh, I'm having a lot of deja vu on this one. Oh, to say the least. Um, So they talk about Blofeld a little bit. Yeah, I mean, basically Bond's like, well, if you'll give me some information on Blofeld, I'll Marry your daughter, potentially ruin her life. Uh, hopefully, don't get her killed. Fingers crossed. And you'll um, give me money. And you'll give me money. <laughs> and you'll give and, me the uh, money. A little bit about Blofeld. All right. So uh, at this point, James heads back to uh, headquarters. Uh, sexually harasses Money Penny in the office, and mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. good hat throw. Great hat throw. Smooth. Great hat throw. Uh, M is not having any of Bond in this movie. It's basically like you've been on vacation for nine months. And M is not wrong. Right. <laughs> He's not wrong at all. Uh, I have yet to see Bond do any sufficient work while he's been out. Uh, so he takes Bond off the Blofeld case. Reasonable, uh, reasonable decision. Uh, now Bond gets a little butt hurt, and he puts in his resignation. I'm resigning, money penny. Yeah, real angry teenager in this scene. Um, for okay, so we get to see James Bond's office in this scene, mm-hmm. and once again, just in case you forgot that you're in a James Bond movie, let's bring up some old props to remind you some old stuff. Yeah. Oh boy. So what do they bring up? They got uh the Thunderball uh breathing machine, the rebreather. Yep. Yeah. They was it her bra or her bikini from Doctor No? Or like her, was the, I think it was the knife. It was just the knife and the holster. <laughs> it was just, yeah. it was beige, so I couldn't tell exactly what all it was. was like, I mean, it wouldn't surprise panties. me that Bond kept Ursula Andrews' <sighs> panties in his drawer, but <laughs> yes. Anyway, I'm under the um, mango tree, babe. I haven't seen that movie yet, so I don't know. Where <laughs> <you>. um, <laughs> Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, shit. Uh, so there was something. Oh, he gets called well. back to, he goes back to M's office cause M calls him back there. Uh, he walks in and M tells him that, uh, his, uh, 
request has been approved. James thinks it's his resignation, and then he reads it. Money Penny sent him a request for two weeks vacation. <laughs> On top of the nine months he's already had. Yeah. <laughs> and uh you know, that's Money Penny doing her job. She's she knows what's up. Yeah. Money Penny's out here saving lives, I suppose. Um oh, <laughs> except and, one. And Andrew, don't forget about that there was a, a someone's famous picture in his office. You know there you know there was. <laughs> Peter O'Toole. Plenty of tools. Wish Peter O'Toole. Plenty. Yes. Plenty. Yes. Uh, yeah, they don't mention it in the next movie. Plenty O'Toole is uh, M's uh, granddaughter. So. <laughs> Good. Good work. Anyway, so. so, so. Yeah, there's a picture there of, um, I don't know. Uh, she's important to Britain, I think. I don't know her name. Yeah, um, <laughs> I hear she has a secret service, though. I heard. Um, mm-hmm. Her tail. Uh, let's see. Okay, so yeah. So bulls, jumping back. We're at bull, we're, see some bullfighting. Yeah, we do see some bull cruelty in this movie, don't we? Bullfighting is just dumb. It's a yeah. silly, silly sport. It's a, I'm sorry if that's culturally offensive to you, but let's be honest. It's uh, not a nice thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, for, I forgot those <laughs> lights go out. <laughs> I forgot. If anyone it. ever thought they just had a stroke, it was me. Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> Why is that guy in the gimp suit? <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. I'm not leaving at all. Feel free to. No, leave. you're dead. So Corey's still with us. Uh, so yeah, we go to a bullfighting ceremony, which I hate it just because it's so fucking cruel. And by the way, people also get very hurt. Um, ah, yeah. It's not good for anyone all around. Uh, <laughs> but Bond is there mm-hmm. with Draco. I don't know where they're at. I assume somewhere in Spain. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, this movie is pretty on the nose. Um, I'd probably say Spain, yeah. if any, nothing else. Uh, uh, and what I do love, though, about this scene is that Tracy shows up in the most badass Bolero costume. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's out there. It's pretty hilarious when she gets out of that car, and I was like, this lady looking right. look like Zorro, <laughs> just out here. Oh god! And she immediately knows when she comes up. She's there to meet her dad, and James is there with her dad. So she's like, "Something's afoot." Yeah. What the fuck's he doing? Here? What are you doing? Are you trying to get somebody to fuck me to pieces so I'm here <laughs> so again? I get, so I'm content. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, get my brain right. <laughs> All right, Dad. Uh, but she basically gets Bond the information he needs about Blofeld. Uh, and then has like a very interesting emotional reaction. And uh, she leaves and Bond chases her. Mm-hmm. Um, wipes away her tears. Uh, oh, those real tears. They are so real. real. <laughs> and then they go on a, uh, a nice... Walkabout. We, we get a years. ten minute montage. I love I montage. <laughs> and his outfits are trash. <laughs> not all way. not all of them. Some of them are pretty good. <laughs> There's this great scene. Which one do you like? Yeah, which one was your favorite? You like that all orange one. <laughs> I think I, I I think I remember liking the one the one where she is in like the green one. It's just a nice suit. It's, I mean he 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 dude rocks a suit. 
He's great in a suit. I'll give him that. Uh, he really loves some uh, puffy shirt. He's a vibes. he he's, loves he's a puffy a shirt. Really puffy shirts and cuff guy. Yeah, it's big for him. Um, I'm glad you and I both adjusted our seats at the same time. <laughs> good mo- good work. It's not as comfy as our last. I <laughs> I gotta throw this out there, and I I know we've derailed so many times, but have y'all seen the Richard Dreyfus? interview that happened recently oh where he was talking about how uh he would like to play a black character or something of that nature but what is i can't uh, i'm blanking on the political pundit the guy who's like a dickhead he was conservative slash liberal for all those years oh boy Um, he, he had his own talk show he tried to be he tried to be as cool as john stewart but he's just not he kind of sucks Oh wow! Used to I, used to listen, used to watch him a little bit at kind of out of irony. Oh, Jay Johnson. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> congrats on your conviction, buddy. Very, Took long enough. Um, it's very. Uh, funny. <sighs> I cannot. Yeah, I don't know. Fucking remember. Um, it's um, it's. Uh, oh boy! Doctor Bill Cosby. <laughs> Jay. What's Dr. Cosby? What is that guy's name? Um, anyway, oh, fuck. Oh. Richard Dreyfus. Well, why don't you look? F- Richard Dreyfus is yeah. literally in a chair in the interview and keeps sliding down further and further oh. until he's like on the floor being interviewed. And oh no, it's the craziest thing I've I I think I've ever seen. I didn't really- now. Was it played for comedy or was this him just being an old fucking man now and can't stay in a chair? I think he's just an old fucking man, but he just wrote a book. Oh. That's depressing. Just, you can write when you're old. Well, would you like to know what the title of that book is? I'm I can, Old by Richard Dreyfuss. I just want to make two points. There is no fucking world where I believe Richard Dreyfuss sat down in front of a computer and wrote a book. Secondly. He definitely he definitely probably wrote this title because I would have hoped somebody would have told him that it's terrible. That title. might have been the only thing he wrote, but go ahead. All right. The title of the book is One Thought Scares Me, Ellipsis. We teach our children what we wish them to know, semicolon. We don't teach them, our children, what we don't wish them to know. Okay. Well, back to the movie. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry to really throw you up there. That was terrible. And you're telling me that's not for humor. That That's serious as a heart attack. I think it's serious as a, as a damn heart attack. If that's the case. Well, that young fella just needs to get it. <laughs> and I do apologize. It was Bill Maher. Bill Maher was the person I ever really could Oh, God. Could remember his <laughs> Jesus name. Jesus Christ. That guy doesn't live in my brain. Can't stand him. No one likes Bill Maher. No <laughs> one. <laughs> anyway, you guys slide, uh, sliding down your chair has made me think. Can about, I just say? You show me the barbecue sauce and I'll show you him. <laughs> we'll, we'll okay. We'll, we'll, we got a busy break coming up. Um, so, yeah. Uh, no, I was going to say the interview I saw with Richard Dreyfus. he was... Making an acting argument where I believe the topic was uh, not letting uh, or not hiring gay people for gay roles. And I think his retort was something of, well, you know, what if what if there's an actor out there that wants to play Othello, who's a black character? Shouldn't we let him? But and it was like, OK, I think you're missing that's maybe the deeper <laughs> things here. <laughs> and then opening a whole new thing yes. that <laughs> salient point, Richard. Please slide down your chair. Yeah. Uh, He's I just, think for that one they upside down him on the floor. <laughs> what about Othello? <laughs> uh, 
You know, Corey, that's not a bad Richard Dreyfus. I'll give you that. That was actually pretty decent. Um, Pitter patter. Pitter patter between uh, James Ka- and Tracy. And Tracy. again, just like James that we come to know in the uh, Daniel Craig era, falls in love way too fast. Yeah. Way, 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 way too fast. Oh yeah. And so does fucking Tracy for that point. I mean, Jesus Christ, guys. I mean, I don't know. They could have been walking around for six years. They went through so Great many costume place. changes, but mm-hmm. Tracy does point out that she loves him. She's not sure if he loves her. And honestly, he mm-hmm. does go off and fuck a whole bunch of girls immediately afterwards. Like so a it's, gaggle of them. It's yeah. unclear. It's, it's unclear it's that also he loves true. her. Um, and would have continued to do but so. But look, it doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, would have never stopped. In perpetuity. <laughs> yeah. Irma Bunt would have gotten it. Oh, at the first opportunity. And I think we all can make the safe assumption. Irma Bunt knows how to fuck. She's been doing it a while. Irma Gunt. <laughs> all right. I don't know. All right. worth a shot. So then at this point, Bond goes to a lawyer's office. <laughs> Gruder and Grumbled. I didn't know that was the so. name. <laughs> yes. All right. Um, okay. So I have a very serious question to ask you guys. Okay. What do you think is more conspicuous? Mm. Walking into this building with a suitcase or having the crane across the street <laughs> delivered to you? <laughs> because I, I have my theory. Yeah, you know what? You know what? I'd be curious to know what I it is. I think you're wrong. <laughs> oh, wow. I think you're off base. Okay. Just checking. I think you're out of your element. What a crane's doing? I'm... Everyone looks at suitcases. All right. I might, crane, I might look at the crane also, if, I see a man, if I see a man put something in it and then see another man <laughs> take the same thing out of it. I might be a little suspicious. No, right. 100%. It's <laughs> ridiculous. It's, it seems a bit silly, but, you know, who am I? Who also, am I? It, it's so stupid. It ends up being a what? A fax machine? <laughs> yeah, I think it's a, a double safe cracker slash copy <laughs> machine. Yeah, yeah. It's terrible. And is this our... Only gadget? Uh, in this movie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> by the by? Was, besides I, the radioactive lint we get at the beginning? I wrote down telescope from the beginning. <laughs> telescope question mark? Yeah. That's a big question mark. Telescope? <laughs> or um, a gun scope. I'm not so sure. So he's got this big ass fucking safe cracker. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure in Tomorrow Never Dies, I mean, not Tomorrow Never Dies, You Only Live Twice. Bond has that sleek ass, yeah, tiny safe cracker he uses That's at right. Osato's office. That's a great point. That's like this, this big, yeah, and this is a massive. Had to be craned in. <laughs> yeah, they just they, but they they need communication, and you know if you can combine the two, <laughs> then both wow. do. Well done. Uh, okay, <laughs> sure. Um, wild gadget. Um. Uh, so at this point, Bond, I guess, gets some information uh, and leaves before the lawyer comes back, once again putting the suitcase in the crane and letting the crane take it back down. Uh, and then Bond goes to uh, M's beautiful goddamn house in the middle of nowhere to tell him about it. Uh, at that point, we see that uh, M has quite the Buffalo Bill-style collection of butterflies. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. And women in holes. <laughs> Well, we didn't get to go to his basement, so I guess we won't know. But mm. M seems like the women in holes kind of type of guy. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, 
<laughs> okay, so uh, again, there's a lot of pitter patter between yeah. Bond and M, and M's like, yeah, you can get back on the case. It's like, great, all right, go fuck with your butterflies a little more. I'm gonna go look for Blofeld. Uh, but the documents lead James to a heraldry expert. Uh, I have a lot of things to say about this. I I, I do as well, Andrew. Yeah. Um, number Why one. Why is Blofeld so goddamn concerned with this? <laughs> I've got to be a boat jump. <laughs> I can't in the, the world unless I'm a count. Yeah. The links that all this goes to is... I mean, I shouldn't be surprised. I mean, it's a James Bond movie. These plots are going to be very convoluted, but damn. Just damn. Um, so, I just want to say this. When Bond visits this gentleman in the heraldry shop, I shit you not. I watched it three times. To figure out I couldn't understand a goddamn thing <laughs> these two human beings were saying to each other. Um, Andrew, I, I skipped this scene. <laughs> I remember that it being I remember it being a nothing scene and I fast forwarded. <laughs> Wait, you've seen this movie before? Sure did. Sure did. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. Well, I'm glad you remembered because I sat through it the first time and thought, oh, did I blank? Oh shit, I must have been thinking about something else. Hold on, let me rewind it. Wait, what the fuck are they saying? <laughs> did I let me turn that? these closed captions on. <laughs> My narcolepsy must be back. This is uh <laughs> this is to the links of like the Cuba scene from Die Another Day. Was that Die Another Day? What movie was that? Where they go to Cuba and it's the and it's the cigar roller. Frosten goes to Cuba twice. But oh yes, that would be Die Another Day. That's yes. This is the same amount of this should have been. Which we will, we will be watching next week. This should have been yeah, on the cutting new- room floor. Yes, <laughs> I don't disagree. Um, besides the fact that you have two of the biggest mush mouths in the world speaking to each other for a good five minutes. Uh, essentially, uh, all we get out of that is Blofeld is researching the Bochip family. Yeah. The end. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to, what is it? Where does he go next? Switzerland. He, God, Switzerland's beautiful, by it's the way. It's nice. Uh, I'm getting uh, a so, feeling that this may be Blaine's hint hint. No? Oh, yeah. It's got to oh. be. Good shots. Good shots. <laughs> oh, good shots? No. Oh, oh. No, Corey. Okay. Color me bad. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> all right. Does that mean out of the lines? What do you mean? I was doing a mu- music thing. Who cares? Uh, I mean, I was with you. I was... That's fine. Hey, Corey, great wordplay. Now Bond goes to Switzerland and is posing as the professor. And uh, when I was watching this, I realized, oh, this professor is ADR'd his lines over <laughs> for George next- Lazenby. 45 minutes. Yeah. George to the Lazenby point where when Lazenby's word. real voice comes back, it's I was like, shocking. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is 80 yard for the next 40 minutes, like Blaine said. And I, I guess I didn't notice the change at first, but when it goes back, I was like, now hold on just a goddamn minute. What happened here? Um, but yeah, so Bond uh, makes it to Switzerland and uh, he meets up with, I'm going to call our main henchman, right? Um, yeah. What was her yeah. name? She had a name. Irma Bunn. Yeah. Irma, oh. Uh, oh, oh. We can save. <laughs> I thought you were like, <laughs> I'm going to call her Mahinch because I don't know her name. <laughs> no, no, no. It's Irma Bunt. Um, uh, I think we can safely assume also former Nazi Irma Bunt. I think that's pretty safe to assume. She probably um, had dealings, yeah. <clears throat> hey, Corey, it's like you always say, good people on both sides. <laughs> yeah. um, 
I, I refuse to yes and this. Not gonna. Anyway, uh, I was gonna say that Jill always says that, but that's not fair to her. I don't want to throw that at her. Uh, while she's not here to defend herself. Um, uh, so Urban Blunt takes... Uh, Urban Blunt. <laughs> Let's be blunt. Let me tell you something. In the ne- I'm going to go ahead and warn the world. I wrote down a character in this movie in my notes as Terry Savalas. <laughs> so Terry. <laughs> I need you to keep score of how many times I use the word the name Terry. <laughs> anyway, Irma Blunt, he, Terry Savalas. He has he has a name Terry like Saliva. no other, and you're not going to say there's no one else named Telly, but you're going to call him Terry. <laughs> Where we got to keep the surprises. We got to right, keep the right. surprises. Um, so they go on a sleigh ride. How fun. <laughs> it was fun. Uh, I got to tell you, this mountaintop hideout, though, where we spend the next two hours of this movie. Yeah. Let me guess. You like it? I want to buy this fucking hideout. <laughs> I want to buy. Let me tell you something. If Uber agrees to go up on that lift, <laughs> uh, Uber Uber Eats goes up on that lift and Instacart. Uh, I'm never leaving. I will be there the rest I mean, of my life. You it's don't need. Time. I mean, you just get some chefs up there cooking your circular dining room. Oh, I don't even. I don't want to deal with them even. Like, uh, I'll cook my own food. I see. Yeah. I see. Okay. I just want to invite people I really enjoy. Complete uh, isolation. Of course, you guys to record these episodes, and then that'll be it. The exception I, of Blaine and Corey. <laughs> If I get up there and you serve me for dinner and I pull off the cloche and it's just a couple of cobs of corn, I'm going to be so mad. I'm going to be unbelievably mad. When I say, we're not there yet, but when I say shocked, that was the, or like, that was one of the wildest ha- things. Or like half eaten chicken. Half eaten Oh. <clears throat> or just bananas. Just bananas. A banana. Bowl of rice. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I want to purchase this facility, but this is an allergy research facility, which, all right, I'll bite. Uh, it's revealed that Blofeld is posing as the Camp de Beauchamp. Uh, the, the Camp de Beauchamp. <laughs> Good. Camp, I don't know Camp if any... Beauchamp. In the... In, in the 40-something episodes, I don't know if I've ever <laughs> tried to hide that I am terrible with names. So, <laughs> add this one to the list. Uh, that would be Count <laughs> de Beauchamp. Did I say Camp? Yes, you did. Oh, fuck. All right. Okay, that's worse than before, guys. <laughs> this long COVID is something. Um. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> Why do all the henchmen have Olympic jackets on? <laughs> I don't know. What's but up with that? Unclear. They look comfy. They do look very, very comfy. Puffy. Um, all right. So at this point, after uh, Bond gets settled in, he dresses up in his kilt outfit uh, and, and meets the girls that are in this experimental group. Um, now, Corey, I do have a question. I know we keep referring back to you for your drink corner. Can you blow? Blow. <laughs> Sure. Me, yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> you got it, babe. <laughs> While we're here, <laughs> um, just swig that Campari and go to town. I was, I was, Ow. <laughs> I was trying to say, can you blow through an explanation? But I stopped. Um, anyway, so can you blow? Uh, can you tell me? Well, 
Blaine and I obviously know this, but could you explain to the audience the difference between a malt whiskey and just plain scotch? Uh, oh uh, shit! Did I stump you this time? This is just there's so so scotch is Scottish whiskey. Yeah, um, it is made with with a different degree of malt versus. If you're talking, if you just say say a malt whiskey, it could be an American whiskey or a bourbon, and it's just usually it's a difference of malt and or maybe amount of corn in the mix. Uh, it's it's mm-hmm. all about and the, that percentage difference. They can call it something different. Okay. And then well, if you're talking about like single malt, then it's usually how it's aged, and then aging becomes a factor in height, what you can call it. But it's all about the percentages and aging. And also, for whatever reason, Scotch don't like to put an E in whiskey. And that's unclear why. But that's just... You know, I've talked to all my Scottish friends about it, and they're really good in attitude about it, so Mm. I don't really dip too deep. Um, Well, I'm glad you could uh, break that down for us, because I wrote that note down and did not know what it means. So, (laughs) glad you could uh, clarify. Uh, So, this scene is uh, way too long, and uh, I don't Let's be clear. Yeah. This is a bunch of extremely attractive women. Yeah. Gorgeous women. Gorgeous women that... Tip to tape. Undoubtedly. (laughs) Specimens. That Blofeld is performing allergy research upon. (laughs) Of course he is. But also, some extracurriculars, as we see later. Mm, 100%. Uh... Yeah, so that's going on. I will say that uh, I don't think Lazenby is charming enough in this scene. No. I'm not loving it. No, he's, uh, not, he's a terrible actor. He's no, not a good actor. That too. And also, he's playing it like he's a homosexual man. Yeah, there's also that Should we mention tinge. that little tidbit? Yeah, should we bring that up? Uh, the assumption is, is that this man is uh, homosexual. Hey, Pride Month. Oh, my God. Happy hey. Friend. Happy Pride I don't think by the time it airs it will be, but hey, it's year-round, isn't it, folks? Hey, in this household it is. Yeah, amen. Yeah. Hey, we drink our Bud Lights with pride. I mean, he so he literally, they say something like, I don't know if you normally dine with with uh, young, with women like this. Is like, I don't typically like women or something like that. It's like, okay, yeah. oh, come on. And that Let's just girl, say it's real on the nose. That one lady goes, I know what he's allergic to. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's Ruby, and she is the most unhinged girl in the room. By far. Uh, Ruby, I'm going to say, is the most interesting character in this whole goddamn movie. Yeah. She gives a performance. A, a Bond alum. She was in the derised Casino Royale. She played Buttercup. Mm. Is this fucking Buttercup? It's Buttercup. Mm. Well, I'll be goddamned. Okay. Also Good looks a lot like Meg Ryan. I agree. I can get behind I can that. I yeah. that. Um. Yeah. So he's just rambling on and on about heraldry. On yeah. and on. Hey, well, and yeah. On. It never stops. And, uh, and this is where we get to see that uh, a woman gets to eat uh, two corn cobs for dinner. Mm, yes. <laughs> this is what they are allergic to. Yeah. Um. I... Can you imagine how good Roger Moore would have been in this scenario? About how good what? Agreed. Roger Moore. Oh, would oh God, yeah. I, of all the Bonds, I think this was tailor-made for this scene in particular. He would have qu- segment. quite literally been eating it up. It would have yes. been amazing. 
he would have been perfect when she started drawing on his leg. Yeah, I yeah. can just see Roger's face. A great quip. Mm. May, may, yeah, may as well clear and some yeah. eyebrow. Mm-hmm. May as well tell the story about that. That apparently old Georgie was a prankster, and he taped a piece of kielbasa to his thigh, so that in one of the takes she went to go write uh, the number and rubbed against what felt like his phallus. And uh, mm-hmm. what a what a fun joke, George. <laughs> Hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. Times have changed a little bit, I guess. Uh, <laughs> There's just some shit bit. you wow. shouldn't be doing, probably then and now. Anywho, so <laughs> I have to get back to my note. <laughs> you poked your note bad so hard. Uh, where we at? Where we at? Where we at? Uh, yeah, so she draws on his leg. Mm-hmm. They're not supposed to mingle. All their doors to their rooms are like <laughs> cell cell doors, basically. They're locked. yeah, very interesting. Um, oh, I do want to say one good shot in this movie that I did think was incredible was when Bond was looking through the blinds and that helicopter arrives. Mm, yeah, that yeah. was a great shot. I did enjoy cool. that. So Bond goes to Ruby's room. Well, I think he meets uh, Blofeld uh, incognito as oh, the yes, Count. Oh, yes, yes, You're right. Yeah. In the Batcave. Yeah. Um, <laughs> first, he, first and foremost, he says he does not have earlobes, which he clearly does. <laughs> I could pierce them, bitches. You got earlobes. Yeah. Let's be clear. He Unless still I don't know what the fuck an earlobe is. No, you're, you know what an earlobe is, and he had them. <laughs> also, so. uh, if we're saying this is the same James Bond, which I think we are because we showed all the scenes from all the other 100%. Movies. This has been the same James. Them motherfuckers have met face-to-face. Yeah. Yes. In oh, that volcano. Yeah. They know mm-hmm. each other. This Blofeld does not have a hellacious facial scar. <laughs> no. First off. Nope. They don't recognize each other. Second. But but it's the same. It's the same James Bond. You told me so. You showed me you only live twice at the beginning <laughs> of the movie. Yeah. They've met. Well, they know each other. We to be fair, we did not make this distinction for Diamond Star Forever Blowfell, who does not have this facial scar. But we didn't show clips from that's You Only true. Live Twice that's at the beginning true. of that movie. That's Amen. Valid. That is valid. Hey, again, I'm not defending it. I'm I'm not a fan of the clips. <laughs> I hate. Those hey guys, clips. let me just be clear. I don't like clips. Um, I don't support clips. Okay, and listen, they talk about heraldry. Heraldry, of course, of course. They, I'm skipping all over that because it's stupid. I couldn't imagine a more boring subject. Uh, okay, so obviously this is Blofeld. It's played by our good friend, friend Telly Savalas. Yeah, all Stuck right. The landing. Thank you. Uh, and this gentleman, uh, we've kind of alluded to it. He holds a cigarette like no human being ever has. <laughs> I don't. I don't. It is baffling. Corey I mean, said in the tech, like an inhaler. He's holding it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, I just uh, don't understand. So good. Honestly, though, and then the, I fucking love it. I can't believe he chose to do that. And then the other half of the time, he's using it like a pointer. Like Obama. (laughs) He is doing an Obama with it. Some cigarette. And I'm going to smoke it. I want it. That's space work. That's all I'll say. (laughs) Kelly Zavallis is, is, he's chewing the scenery. 
He's trying. I, I just want to go back. That was a really good Obama well, impression. Yeah. <laughs> it's all but about, yeah, it's, it's all about it's, the pause. Don't ask me to say <laughs> a single. No, we, extra we got one sentence and that's Blaine's, that's Blaine's that's sweet spot. I know. Hey, I know how that goes. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's space work Corey. you're right. It, it, it's something. I mean, it really is something. Uh, so yeah, Kojak himself, he's in this movie uh, as uh, Blofeld. Uh, yeah. So yeah, uh, weird cigarette holds. Uh, Bond then goes to sleep with a few of these women, including Ruby. Uh, again, everyone assumes he's gay, so it's interesting how things change. Uh, well, he sleeps with Ruby, and then another girl is waiting in his in his room, whom. I didn't see him have any interaction with. If he did, it was just as much as the other ten girls. So this 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 was through me because I was like, "Who was that again? Did she have any lines?" Listen, she takes what she wants. Um, she does. I don't know why we had to have uh, two sex scenes, but you know, do you? I guess. And the fact that James recycles the same line to seduce oh, them. Oh, he does. Whew. He does. Yeah. yeah. Junk still sticky from the other one <laughs> just goes right in there. You're right. Junk is still sticky from the other one. Well, <laughs> there's cat hair attached to it. Yeah. Um, her family owned a chicken farm. She's definitely well, sticky. That was Ruby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. The first one. Yeah. Well, guess what? The next day, Bond goes back to Ruby's room. <laughs> But surprise, bitch! It's Irma Blunt. <laughs> you did it! <laughs> Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Irma Blunt. And High you know what? A motherfucker. And, and here I thought Terry Savalas was going to be my downfall. <laughs> and he deserves this shit because the whole day he was like getting all the other girls' rooms numbers, and he was just going to spend the rest of his life just just going room. To yeah, room. he was going to retire here. You know That's what? For sure. Blofeld is two doors down, but. I got business to do. I got business. <laughs> uh, so at this point, they take Bond uh, to Blofeld, and he reveals his master plan. He is going to wipe out the populations of Europe through infertility. And that's yeah. <laughs> that's our plot. Right. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. We forgot to mention our, our, our boring-ass curling scene. Oh, I, this I it's there's a bunch of just nonsense in this yeah. movie. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. <laughs> Tell me again, Blofeld's plan. Oh, sorry. Um, sorry. Uh, well, it's it, pretty complex. The one. He's gonna yeah. wipe. Uh, let's break it down. He's gonna wipe out all the populations of Europe through infertility. So, uh, his plan is he's going to send uh these beautiful ladies that he has. Yes. He's gonna send them back home. They will be carrying the bacteria that causes the infertility, unknowingly, I guess, and then they're going to be released when he gives the signal. So he's been like mugatuing these people, yes. yeah, mm-hmm. while they sleep. Absolutely, absolutely. And they kept mentioning like he's gonna make plants infertile. Is that what it was, or in everything? Everything, I believe, right, Corey? That was my read on it. I didn't remember the plants, but that's 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 a little more diabolical. 
he was saying that the they couldn't get food because plants couldn't reproduce or something like that. That's Maybe the kind. That's wrong. the kind of things like Telly. Are you just gonna eat artificial food for the rest of your life? Because if you're killing off plants, that means animals can't eat either. This hurts you too, man. <laughs> yeah, this isn't good for you. I don't know. It's silly. The angels of death. Mm. Yeah. And again, we get some real good uh, cigarette moves on the scene this as well. This is the big cigarette moves scene, yeah. Oh, boy. It is wild stuff. Uh, so then they uh, take Bond to, I'm guessing, the gear section of this fucking place. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the gear section. <laughs> yeah. They go inside of a big clock. <laughs> here, this would be a good place to hold you. I bet you would never do any damage in here. <laughs> this is Yeah, this is the... The wheelies that pull up the uh, the wheelies gondolas, yes. The wheelies that pull up the gondolas and yes, the gondola sir. wheelies. Little elevator area too, I guess. Probably for the yeah. Ele- this is the lift generator yeah, for the, the lift. lift yes. Yeah. Uh, again, seems like the last place you want to stick James Bond, but all right. Uh, so yeah, then at this point, that's when it's revealed that the girls are going to go back home and set off this infertility. Uh, bacteria. They're sleeper cells. And I, yeah, sleeper cells. And this is the shock of the century. Blonde, Bond is able to escape. <laughs> Blondie was in this? <laughs> uh, call me. <laughs> Again, uh, to, to everybody's shock, Bond is able to escape. <laughs> uh, so at this point, uh, we then get uh, a goddamn ski chase, guys. Yeah, it's a trope. A, it's something. the exchange of Christmas presents. How could we forget the fucking present <laughs> section? Quite yes. some time. Yeah, uh, but that yes. takes up a good portion of the movie. Uh, but then, yeah, Bond uh, sneaks out. Yes, Bond sneaks out. <clears throat> we then go into a ski chase. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I love the music. The and music is good. The music's pretty dope. It's yeah, playing will, throughout too. Yeah, the music in this, they do a good job. Uh, then Telly's out okay. there. Telly's, Telly's Telly does in, work. In the ski yeah. chases. Our, this Blofeld is he's about involved. It. Yeah. yeah. And they're, ski, they're skiing like some motherfuckers. Yeah, they're and going we get a, for it. We get a one-leg ski, which I think occurs in another Bond movie. Was that... Uh, did we get a one-leg ski? Oh, no. We get a uh, snowboard scene in... Uh, a view to a kill. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, I can't remember which one it was, uh, but they, they do it again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think there's another one in... Um, wasn't that... Uh, I'm going to guess... The Living it Daylights? Was, it was for your eyes only, I would guess. I think you're right. Mm. In that 35-minute ski. Yeah. Oh, the, Olymp- the Olympian yeah. thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so... <laughs> some pretty fun scenes here. There's... Uh, a lot of actors in front of uh, moving screens. Oh, it's it's yeah. a lot of fun. A mannequin falls a million feet down off, off a mountain. Guys, you know I love a good dummy falling through the air, <laughs> and this goddamn scene made my day. It was a good one. It's, <laughs> it was a great. It's good for it a B movie, like but it is, it's so terrible in this movie. <laughs> I mean, just a dummy flailing through the air to the bottom of a mountain is great. It's falling for Bond. like 15 seconds of film. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It started like floating. He does. Yeah. <laughs> the air eventually catches it. There's no weight to it. 
but after that, Bond uh, kills g- a guy with a ski. <laughs> he does kill a man with a ski. Uh, he goes at that point, though, uh, to the town at the bottom of the mountain and escapes from the Blofeld and his goons. And guess who skates up? Fucking Tracy. Fucking Teresa. <laughs> he really. Why is she there? He gasses out. He does gas. He's just like. He has well, like. He a, had to fight amongst all those yeah. bells, you know? Had a, mm-hmm. had a huge bell fight. And then he just gets to the roller ring. He's like. I gotta sit down and collect myself. I'm, I don't know what to do. He gets absolutely <laughs> terrified by a guy in a bear costume. That's true. Yeah, that's interesting. Like a big old bitch. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be, I would be a little on edge if I was being chased down a mountain. I, and then a big bear came out of nowhere. Be, I would be. Of like, all the things that have happened to him, he didn't scream at this guy popping up that he whacked with the ski. A monster. <laughs> a monster. <laughs> Hey, I'm with you, I'm, but I'm not gonna lie. I'd have probably screamed to you, but well, you know. But yeah, then Teresa comes out, and I, I love the pan up mm-hmm. to Teresa and the smile. She's good. Yeah, she's good. We also learn uh, in this scene that she is for sure a stage five clinger because she followed him here. Did she? Oh, I don't yeah. know why was she was there. Well, yeah, she, she followed him. Okay, she at least knew where he would be going. Yeah, I think she even mentions that she followed him. She so came to check on you. Skating there every night. 24 hours a day skating. She's been trying to get up, up to the up to the place the whole time. They keep turning me away. I'm yeah. allergic to salmon. Take me, please. Oh. Hey, guys, I'm allergic to steak. I can't eat it. <laughs> you fucking can't eat it. I just can't. Give me nonstop. That'd be great. I'd love that. Wouldn't that be fun? Ma'am, you were here yesterday. <laughs> you said you were. Uh, yeah, so they hook up, and then... Uh, so they get pursued by Blofeld and his henchmen once again. Irma leading the way. Nonstop. She runs shit. Yeah. I don't get me wrong. She's a Nazi fucking asshole, but she she's on it. She is on it. Uh, now, there's a real some real deal bumper car shit going on in this scene. Um, pretty heavy car chase, and I believe uh, Bond might murder someone whose car explodes. Well, well that was their car. That was the bad guy's car. Oh, that was the bad guy. Good. I thought this was yeah. an innocent person's car. No, Never no, mind. No. They flipped Irma's car. But Jesus Christ, when they're driving these cars through the crowds. Yeah. <laughs> no safety precaution uh, whatsoever. Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it looked dangerous as shit. <laughs> yeah, they wind up in like a, a, a actual race. Yeah. Around a track. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean... Do you? Absolute chaos. <laughs> yeah, absolute chaos. Uh, but then at that point... Also, yeah. is it before that that James stops at a phone booth? Oh. To call MI6? Oh, wow. Let's do that a little bit later. Yeah. Let's, let's get a little yeah. bit further away from the bad guys. Before we call into work. Before yeah. we get into a phone booth. <laughs> yeah. We're on, nothing good's going to happen, James. Let's Come be honest. On. All right. But yeah. Um, not bad. Yeah. Not bad little chase here. No, I don't. They're I, driving the hell out of the cars. Yeah. Um, and Tracy's driving, which you don't get to see a woman drive a lot. Especially this time period? No way. <laughs> I can only, I, I can only count like a, a couple of times. Like, oh, what was her? Kissy? Not Kissy. I don't know if we, if they let Kissy do anything. Um. Oh, the first, the first girl in You Only Live Twice drives. Oh, Bond yeah. Bond. I loved her car. 
Yeah. Yeah. Can't remember her name. Can't remember her name? Oh, well, fuck it. Um, well, oh, good night, Drives. Good night. Good night, Drives. And good luck. Yes. <laughs> um, Pussy Galore drives uh, airplanes. airplanes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she pilots. Yeah. She's a, there's she's a lot a of there's a lot of female pilots. Uh, this this series is nothing but female pilots. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, anyway, so Bond oh, yeah. and Tracy get to a barn. Yeah, and Bond, being the fucking weirdo he is, asks Tracy to marry him. Pitter patter, pitter patter, red flags all around because they're both like, yes, let's get married. Let's <laughs> please. Perhaps oh. Bond still a little sticky <laughs> from a couple nights. Oh yeah, ago. still. Very but much you know what? Marry me. Around the world allergy tour. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so in the morning, uh, Tracy and Bond go out skiing, and Blofeld and his men arrive one more time for another goddamn ski chase. Now, this avalanche uh, footage, really good. It was, an, yeah, it was an avalanche. Yeah, I mean, but yeah. think about it. 1969, looking. someone had to film that. That's, yeah. you know yeah, yeah. So, yeah that's how that works you just you stand over there and look at yeah but yeah it would look crazy someone had yeah. filmed that i i was just trying to think of the time period and i don't know how zoom lenses how good they were back then but i mean i don't know <laughs> probably all right <laughs> i mean they're fine uh, holy shit they didn't uh, land a mo- uh, uh like spacecraft on the moon this year. <laughs> so they say. So that's um, true. <laughs> that's true. Uh, as my good friend Corey says, as they say. <clears throat> the Earth is flat. <laughs> the Earth is flat. Uh, that is, yeah. yeah that, that, that's what that I say was as well. crazy. Say a few things. That was, that was crazy. And so was the guy getting his gut shot across the snow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> that's... I love how Bond didn't even that do is actually Bond was like, I'm going to jump over this this little this little gap in the snow, and I think one of them is going to fuck up. <laughs> that guy just beefed it. <laughs> uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but this checks off two of my awards uh, for this movie. <laughs> this one scene. So uh, there we go. Best line. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Yeah, they don't hold back either. They show this man's plural, not just <laughs> for a few minutes. This yeah. man is being spread across <laughs> the snow, just brown, oh just brown blood everywhere. Just... Uh, so the avalanche uh, ends up uh, killing a number of Blofeld's men. Tracy uh, is still alive, but Blofeld ends up capturing Capture. her, and Bond heads back to MI6. Uh, so at this point, Bond's in the office. He tells, uh, M tells Bond that they're going to pay off Blofeld and Blofeld said he'll just retire. Yeah. Yeah. She's going to retire and become Beauchamp. Yeah. I'll just pretend I'm this guy still. Uh, now Bond's got some different ideas. He's like, we got to go get Tracy. Mm -hmm. She saved me. I'm in love with her. I've known her a week. Her dad's going to, you don't understand. Her dad's going to pay me a million dollars. And speaking of him, Bond gives Draco a call and says, hey, a million. let's uh, go get Tracy. And I do apologize. Because, uh, a million quid. Quid. Oh, thank Pounds. You. Simoleons. But yeah, M said, no, we're not going to get Tracy. So Bond's like, I have to find another way to go get her. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call her Papa. And Draco shows up with uh, an army, his full fucking army? straight with up his army. fucking crew. 
Nine helicopters. Uh, now, this is a real intense shootout fight scene that goes on here. Yeah, and so we're jumping back and forth from them in the helicopters, and then Blofeld trying to force Tracy to marry him. Yeah, Tracy to marry him. Uh, because he's also a weirdo. He's a weird guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, were you surprised how this turned? By the way, there's a flamethrower scene in this part. That yes, is so that guy is—he looks thrilled it's to be fucking doing it. Rick too. Dalton, <laughs> holy yeah, he Rick Dalton some dudes in this tunnel, and it is great. <laughs> I loved it. Uh, yeah, so yeah, they start blasting here. The helicopters arrive. Mm-hmm. Uh, Draco he- tells his men to set up. Uh, Bombs all over the laboratory. Now we have a ticking clock that everybody obviously, has to escape. Obviously. Uh, Tracy says she won't leave without James, and her dad punches her in the goddamn face. Yeah. You were. You could just pick her up. Yeah. And, you know. I don't, she won't fight when she's knocked out. <laughs> I don't know how to handle this like a normal human. I'm just going to punch my daughter in the face. We've already, yeah, the precedent is if she misbehaves, fucking threaten her to death with a knife or a punch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or have hire someone to fuck her into compliance. <laughs> um, you need to fuck some sense in this girl. Yeah, so this scene has a lot going on. Before that, Tracy gets in... She fights. She kills <laughs> Tracy gets in a pretty long her, fight. With she her has, hands. She has to fight the number three henchman, or the, the other henchman who's kind of been around. I can't remember his name. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to call him Kloss. I'm down. Great. Kloss. Like Kloss. Love Kloss. Uh, yeah, they fight. She kills him. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bond, I love Bond's little slip and slide shootout. <laughs> he, he just comes sliding slide in. Slide. He's sliding down the He goes head portion. first, machine gunning people but to pieces. We've, my, the shot I was talking about is right before they get here. It's the silhouette of Bond in the helicopter with the machine gun, mm-hmm. with the sun kind of in the backdrop. That's a good shot. That, shot. that is That's a good shot. Great. That's a really good shot. I'll give you that. Um, so Bond then gets into a pursuit with Blofeld, and we get another fucking bobsled scene. Oh, why would you choose bobsled as a means of escape? I you couldn't, can't, like, outmaneuver it. And he had it goes the same place. He had it ready, too. So, he was like, this is yeah. where I'm going. I mean, look, Blofeld was like, look, I want you to construct this facility up top, but I need an escape plan. Can you build me a bobsled course right at the bottom there? You know, helicopter? No, no, no. I want a bobsled. Bobsled. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so they then get into this pretty extensive bobsled uh, chase, which is hard to believe a stuntman or two did not die in this, but... You know what, though? That happens later. Safety first. They both decide to put on goggles and a helmet before they got into the bobsled. That's a great point, Corey. <laughs> Safety first. We're not running for uh, our lives or anything. <laughs> no, nope. Nope. Uh, but then after uh, a long chase, James ends up kicking Blofeld into a tree, uh, tree limb, and we just assume, well, that killed him, obviously. He is a dead man. His head was stuck in a branch. Yeah. But Anyone else, that's a, that's a broken neck to pieces. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it does paralyze him, if we are to believe for your eyes only. Well, <laughs> uh, 
maybe waist down, which is not. Yes, waist down. Yeah, waist down. Waist down. Good point, Dr. Bones. Where am I at? Okay, so after that. Yes. We're going to get to this end because we're right here now. We're cruising. Yeah, we cruised. Uh, we're at a wedding. We got a wedding. Aww, Tracy and James <sighs> got married. We oh. get to see the wedding. And I got to say, Money Penny is so good in this scene. She's so good. <laughs> Love She's her. She's so sad. <laughs> I know. The tear. And, and Q's like very sweet here. Yeah. Once, you know, once and yeah. every once in a while, Q is a pretty nice guy. But. The least used Q? Yeah. Maybe? Oh, yeah. He makes some lint. It makes, lint it makes and shows lint up and here. he's in the wedding. Yep. Sorry, bud. Yeah. But thanks for your safe cracker slash coffee machine. That was a big help. Uh, so at this point, Bond and Tracy leave and they're Aston Martin. But James is like, oh, there's so many goddamn flowers on this car. Let me just pull over and remove them. Uh, when James is removing these flowers, guys. Blofeld drives by, and Irma Bunt hangs out of the car and starts shooting at James with a machine gun. Unloads. Unloads. Now, Bond's going to go chase these motherfuckers. But then he looks over, and goddamn Tracy's dead. Shot in the head. Shot with a stray bullet from Irma Bunt's gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe the best part of this entire movie, honestly. Uh, Bond basically tells her, uh, well, you have all the time in the world. All the song that played during their pitter patter scene. Yeah, mm-hmm. all the Louis Indeed. Armstrong song. Yes, Indeed. great song. And and the movie ends with a goddamn bullet hole in the window and credits roll. Yeah, credits roll. <laughs> it's a sad scene. It's a weird way to end. He's pretty much shit the rest of the movie, but he delivers that line. He's good in this scene. Well, yeah, he's actually good. And. I couldn't imagine being an audience member going to see how what five Bond movies before this and being like, "Fuck, well, that ended differently." That's a slightly Darn. different tone there at the very end. Okay, George. <laughs> and just imagine that same tone carried over to the next movie, Diamonds <laughs> Are Forever. Yeah, yeah. All those Bond, uh, all those people watching Bond going, "Well, I wonder what he's going to do on the next four or five movies that he does." <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm going to grow my hair oh. and beard out and say, fuck you, Eon. Yeah. I'm out. Uh, George Lazenby basically says, uh, you know what? I'm going to get in this hippie thing. I'm going to get involved. Fuck you, broccoli family. All right. That was that movie. That was on Her Majesty's Secret Service. Why don't we uh, take a break? Uh, we'll reconvene. We'll watch a couple of YouTube videos. And then we'll come back and... Um, Score this motherfucker. What do you say? I say. Indeed. All right. Good to know, guys. Okay. We'll be right back. And welcome back, everybody. All right. So now it's come to our awards and score section for On Her Majesty's Secret Service. So let's jump right into this shit with our awards. So first and foremost, Blaine, who do you think had the best death in this movie? Best death was unnamed henchman who got <laughs> fed to the snowplow <laughs> and spit amongst all the white snow. Yes, it's for a few minutes. Yeah, I just all of his yeah. insides were. 
on display. Yeah. Is there another <laughs> choice? <laughs> I mean, the the easy choice is Tracy. I mean, that's a big predominant oh. death scene, but that's not the best death, though. It's not the best. It's In most <laughs> emotional. Yes. Yes. Well, I'm, I'll go next. Uh, Tracy. Number well, <laughs> so mine's Tracy. Um, you guys are wrong. Uh, no, I would say number one with a bullet has got to be. The man who's chopped a blitz in the fucking snow. I mean, yeah. that's just wild. Yeah. Uh, my next favorite, close second, is that goddamn dummy flying through the air down that mountain. Oh, that's yeah. my number two. It's <laughs> a good number two. All right. Mm-hmm. All right, Corey. What about you? Best um, death. Snow mulcher, of course. <laughs> we got. It's easy. It's easy. It's it's too easy. easy. Which raises a question: How sharp do the blades need to be to chop up snow? That's a good point. That's a great point. Yeah. I would argue like, they're probably not sharp. It's probably just velocity that okay. killed them. Ooh, like a lot of crushing. Ooh. Yeah. Like you get why a wood chipper would need to have a lot of velocity and. Well, like actual gears and blades to, to <laughs> yeah. chop up stuff. Uh, Snowplow is just like suck and blow, right? You ever seen. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's the same thing as a mulcher, but there's some machines that. Basically, have the interlocking gears to 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 just destroy everything, metal, including yeah. metal. Yeah. Can you yeah. imagine that being something that they put someone through? Is that not what Benicio del Toro gives? Is... We haven't watched that one yet. Sorry. Yeah, it's don't probably ruin it for similar. Probably similar. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would. I guess the question you probably want to ask next is, Andrew, how much time have you wasted watching people throw garbage in those things and watching it crush? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Too much. I don't need to ask. <laughs> uh, countless numbers, Corey. Countless number of hours. I saw them put um, a propane tank in there. I was like, golly. <laughs> I'm hooked. I'm hooked. Oh, I'm hooked. Four days later. <laughs> full beard. There's not any more? <laughs> <laughs> I watched everything. Oh, YouTube, you motherfuckers. You'll suck me in with one of those or a, hey, I found this hammer in the woods. I'm going to make a knife out of it. <laughs> I'm like, well, I guess I'll watch all of this. This is a 40-minute video. I guess, I, I guess I'm going to be late to uh, my, <laughs> yeah, my guess I'll be late to work today. <laughs> I have to see how it turns out. All right. And then it's just like, oh, mediocre knife. Well, I'm glad I watched that. <laughs> Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. So now that Beth's death's out of the way, we got to go to best line. And I'll start this one. I mean, mine's the follow up to the uh, Mulcher scene. And it's, he had a lot of guts. Mm. <laughs> Said by James. Mm, yes. <laughs> Which feels gross for the, the James Bond movie, I got to say. A lot of guts. A lot of guts. Icky. What if that's all he said? Icky. Icky. <laughs> or they just looked at each other and said, <laughs> All right, Corey, what about you? I'll give it to, I just because it's such a ridiculous line, but it's Ruby's line that Blaine started earlier where she's just like, I guess I know what he's allergic to. Beezits. And it's just a dumb, ridiculous line, but it stuck with me. <laughs> well, hey, it's a good one. It's a good one. Although that is a you? it's a two it's a two hander, she she just finishes. Hey, uh, <laughs> mine was when Ruby reaches underneath his kilt 
draws on his thigh. Someone asks Mr. Bond, like, what's going on? He's like, ah, just a slight stiffness coming on. He goes, in my neck. It's a good one. (laughs) Very quickly after. In my neck, of course. (laughs) You know. (laughs) Uh, Good one. It's very Bondy. All right. But also, after the guy's guts were shot out, Bond slowly turns to the camera and said, should have had a Tums and held up a product placement. Did you see that? I loved that scene, actually. <laughs> no, um, that would have been fun. <laughs> I love that you... No, come on, guys. No. That didn't happen. Corey thinks it happened. Look at him. I loved it. He's, He's going... Like, I snoozed. He's going back through. Wait Hold a on. second. There's a Tum scene? Fuck. Mm. I love Tums. It's my favorite thing. Okay. Um. All right. So now we come to... This made the final cut? Corey, what what are you confused about when it comes to final cuts in this movie? I have I have two. Oh. One is going to be divisive because I know you love it, and that's the dummy falling over the cliff. No. Oh. <laughs> I was entertained by that in a different way than I should have been. I don't it, disagree. It's yeah. fun. It's not good. It's very <laughs> obviously not good. Uh, uh, it's very cheaply done. I think we can agree. <laughs> I will hold my second one to see if anyone else says it. Ooh, I'm intrigued. Right. Well, Blaine, I'll go to you. Mine was uh, Draco telling James how to fuck his daughter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For it's, obvious reasons. Yeah, maybe don't need it. Let's get maybe, it. maybe not. Maybe just say, like... Uh, she needs to settle down, not you got to plow it to her right. <laughs> you got to fuck her so her brain gets right, Jan. <laughs> She's not thinking straight. Get in there. And I do mean in. Yeah, it's uh, gr- once again, gross. <laughs> very, very gross. Good. And or him uh, cold cocking her. Yeah, <laughs> didn't need to punch yeah. her. Yeah. There are better ways to do things. Better ways. Uh. Well, mine's going to have to be the what seemed like a 10-minute scene of people gibbering back and forth at the professor's <laughs> office. That is a good cut. The wow. biggest mushmouth mangling. Corey skipped it. Yeah. yeah Corey, a good cut. Corey, Corey, did, fuck it. Corey did cut it. <laughs> and I bet it had the same effect, right, Corey? Uh, it's gone. Yep. <laughs> Don't. Didn't need it at all. That's all right. Very, I was going to say... Telly Savalas in a neck brace in the end. Again. It's entertaining, but not in the right way. Not the way it should be. Not the right way. Didn't have the effect they thought it did. <laughs> All right. Well, good work, guys. Yeah. Right, well, that's our awards. Why don't we jump straight into this scoring shit? Dum-dum. So, as you all know, we have seven dis- uh, distinct scoring categories mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, that breaks down what makes a great James Bond movie. Now, our first is going to be the Bond Factor. Corey, what are you giving on Her Majesty's Secret Service for the Bond Factor? I'm not going to beat her on the bush here, and I do mean bush. Giving him a 69. Mm-hmm. Hey! Is this actually Bond? Fives. He's doing a lot of Bond things, including betting a lot of women. Um, mm. I think for his first outing, he's not a great actor, but his presence isn't bad and we didn't talk enough about 
man can rock a suit. I think he is a very well-clothed individual, and he's also a model from the 60s, so he was very, probably had a lot of good uh, tailors that uh, they were able to pull in for him. Agreed. Agreed. Although the, the story goes that he got the gig because he stole one of Sean Connery's suits, so maybe they actually had the exact same dimensions, and that definitely helps. That is a true fact. He went to the same uh, tailor of Connery's and stole the suit <laughs> that the guy had for him. So, hmm. there we go. Wow. Blaine, what about yourself? What are you giving old uh, what's his face for the Bond Factor? <laughs> old what's his face? <laughs> I am giving him a. 47. All right. Okay. Because for about 47 minutes of the movie, he was not James Bond. <laughs> okay. Uh, and I did not, like, you can't, your Bond factor goes down if you're not Bond. Mm. And he was full on just being this other guy. Uh, and, and not without even, like, a hint of, oh, this is James Bond pretending to be a guy. As like I think it would have come through with Roger Moore. Uh, this was just full on this guy. Yeah, ADR and all. Yeah, uh, ADR and all. Uh, but I, you know, I, I agree with Corey. He did have a good presence in in some of the scenes. Um, but just wasn't super impressed. I don't know if it was his acting that threw me off, or I don't, I don't <laughs> know. There was something about it that just didn't gel with me as much so 47 okay well i'm uh right in the middle of you guys i gave this a 60 uh i think it's i think he's fine i you know he he's great physically he does some great physical work in this movie um that is because he's 29 believe it or not but uh and i agree with Corey. he pulls off a suit very well i don't know if he's very charming though that's one thing for me so, uh, 60. 60 oh, for me. All right. I forgot all about right, 29, let's and I'm having my mind reblown. <laughs> <laughs> Keep thinking about it. Keep thinking about it. Um, it's crazy. And never, ever forget that Mrs. Deagle was 45 in the Gremlins. <laughs> <laughs> I know I never will. <laughs> uh, okay, so now we got to go to action sequences. So... Uh, I'll start this one off. I thought the action sequences weren't bad. They certainly were not great. I mean, we have that car chase. I love a good ski scene if it works. Um, so, I mean, all in all, it's just fine. I gave it a 66 for action sequences. All right. Blaine, let me jump over to you. What do you got? I'm a little south. Gave it a 53. Okay, 53. I like the, the end, the raid on the facility, but it's a little muted compared to a lot of our other ultimate raids. I know... You only look twice? That, that was fucking <laughs> outrageous. Uh, Spy Who Loved Me. Yeah. A lot of the ultimate battles are incredible, and the final showdowns with the ultimate villain are a little more exciting than a bobsled chase. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Um, so, 53. All right. Corey, what about yourself? 
I feel like I don't have to say much here because I also gave it a 53. God damn, all right. We are, we are simpatico. I like oh, you guys. Are- I like the fight scenes. Uh, they, you know, the punches were a little bit wild, but I, f- I was more excited with some of these fight scenes than I was with some Sean Connery and a lot of more. So, wow. <laughs> I mean, they Moore's not known for his uh, <laughs> no cuffs. Yeah, not at all. Uh, I think we've seen so far maybe the best he's ever done was Spy Who Loved Me, and that's about as good as Moore may get. Uh. So, okay. All right. All right. So, that was action sequences. Uh, Now, let's jump over to gadgets. As we've discussed, uh, not the most gadgety movie there ever was. What? Uh, So, Corey, I'll start with you this time. For on Her Majesty's Secret Service, what's your gadget score? There wasn't much. We named named the one, Safecracker. I think we're on the fence about anything else. Uh, So, I... I'm giving it a very generous 21. 21. Uh, I get it, Corey. I totally get it. Uh, Blaine, I'm going to come to you now. I gave it a 16. Whoa. Yep. Wow. Because it seems like we uh, regressed technologically. <laughs> yeah. From the previous From the prior movie. movies to this one. I want to know, Q go on vacation too? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck's going on? Uh, well, I feel like you went entirely too low with that one, Blaine, if I'm being honest. So um, I actually gave it a 17. 17. Um, oh. <laughs> this is one point more. Yeah. Do you feel bad now? Yeah, see? Bad. Now, uh, are y'all I think you were leaving out <laughs> the lint. I was going to say, the movie. are we taking into account the radioactive lint? Uh, dumbest gadget of all time. All, well, uh, I don't know. No, no I don't forget I the nipple. Remembered my a yeah. certain superfluous papa. Yeah, let's never forget the nipple. <laughs> yeah, so uh, not a gadgety movie, and it suffered because of that. All right. Next up, something we've touched on a little bit previously, but song and opening titles. Yeah. This one was a little rough, right, guys? Mm. Uh, Corey, start us off again. What are you giving? Song and opening title sequence. We like the song, but it is just music. There's no lyrics. Uh, I don't even know the name of it. Just going to assume it's just the On Her Majesty's Secret Service theme. Yeah. Now, it's always tough when you have a song like that, that comes at the end or even in the middle that's not technically the opener that's better. I think Louis Armstrong's song is good. We have all the time in the world. It's a good song. Yeah. But it's not the song. It's not the one that we're rating. And we That's did not title. like the titles. Titles were terrible. Uh, with all the flashbacks. You know, you get some girl silhouettes. That's great. That's classic Bond stuff. Uh, so I'm going to give it a little bit of points because it's throughout the movie. And it never, I never tired of the song. I do like it. It's mm-hmm. heavily featured. So I'll give it a right in the middle score of a 52. 52 for Corey. Okay. Uh, Corey, I gotta be honest. I went a little lower than you. Um, I, I agree. I think the score is perfectly fine. Uh, boy, this, uh, don't forget this is a bond movie titles were a real downer for me. Nothing original about it. It's just revamping cool shit that happened beforehand. Um, and listen, if the Louis Armstrong song was right here, 
my score would be higher. But considering they didn't do it at the opening, I had to go low. I gave it a 22. Mm. Yeah. Blaine? Harsh, harsh, Let's, harsh. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was a little harsh, but yeah. go ahead. You know, I've expressed this on numerous occasions, how much I hate when they just show us old scenes. Yeah. I hate it. I didn't go as quite as low as you, but I gave it a 34 because I do like the music. Okay. And had they used Louis, the credits would have been so off. Fair enough. It would have been a. It'd have been a little downer. <laughs> It'd have a, been wild. Yeah. They could have made um, it work though. Octopussy did it. They, they can do. They this. would have had to do some work. But yeah. Um, yeah. Thirty-four. All right. Not bad. All right. Rolling along to plot slash character. Now, for the plot of the movie and the characters of the movie that are not the villain or Bond himself, I'll start. Uh, I Listen, Irma Bunt slash Blunt, um, interesting character. I do like a strong female henchman. It's great. Uh, Tracy is fantastic. I mean, Diana Rigg, great times. Um, overall, though, not a lot of memorable characters besides those two. I mean, they're kind of just eh. eh. So, uh, given the strong showing of those two characters, and the plot was iffy. <laughs> iffy at best. Takes a little bit to get there, and uh, leaves a little bit uh, dull. So I'm going to give it a 52. For plot slash character. It's mm, higher than I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Corey, go ahead. I'm not far off from you. I gave it a 57. Okay. I love Diana Rigg. Uh, I think she's great. I think this is a great Money Penny movie. I think what she's doing is is fun, and she's actually getting a little bit of a little bit of pathos, which is always good for Money Penny. Love I it. did love that. Yeah, you're right. Um, and yeah, of course, Irma Bunt. Shout, special shout out to Ruby. She's she's you know alluring in a very scary way, uh, and I I enjoyed her. Enjoyed her character. Yeah, uh, but that that's that is about it. So fifty seven, and the plot was terrible. So it's all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, fifty seven from Corey Blaine. Round it up. Uh, Thirty three. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Hey, same. Same year as Jesus when he died. Hey, yes. <laughs> there we go. And I'm a new pod today. Um, yeah, Tracy, solid. Draco, no, a, little, a little crazy, but not bad. Irma, not bad. The plot, though, guys. Yeah. We spent how long talking about heraldry? Uh, yeah. Hey. Blofeld wanted to become a count. That was a huge part of it. And his other plan was... What? Crazy allergies. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. This we're gonna yeah. Under the guise of allergy testing. Yeah. James pretends to be a gay heraldry <laughs> expert. In a kilt. In a kilt for thirty five minutes. Mm-hmm. Just wasn't doing it for me, fam. It was this was all basically on the backs of Tracy. Yeah. Thirty three. Okay. Thirty three. Okay, so next up is villain. And uh, I 
think I might need to explain myself, so I'll go first. <laughs> mm. uh, say what you will about good old Telly. Weird cigarette holder. <laughs> um, weird guy all around. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, him is, when he's Blofeld, he is an involved dude in everything that's going on. Um, and I don't hate it. I Again, I think his plan is garbage, but... <laughs> He's just a compelling, interesting dude to watch. So I might have been a little high, but I gave him a 73. Was it bland or compelling, Andrew? You make up your mind. <laughs> it's compelling sometimes. <laughs> so basically, you were just mesmerized by his cigarette work. Listen, it won me over. <laughs> it got you. It got you. It's like a good gun twirl in a Western. That's what his cigarette holding was to me. Mm. mm uh, so, Blaine, I'm guessing you're pretty close to me. What'd you give it? What'd you say? I said 73. Uh, take about 30 off of that. Oh. <laughs> 43. <laughs> 43 okay. from me. Uh, you know, he was... I, I, gave him, I gave him some props for getting out there and doing some dirty work in kind of the same vein as old Emilio Largo and Thunderball. Uh, just out there... Putting in the putting in the hours, but plan was stupid. Mm-hmm. He eventually was just like, "All right, I'll take some money, <laughs> and then I'm going <laughs> to retire and smoke my cigarettes." Real silly, uh, real silly, <laughs> real silly. And he didn't. No charisma coming off of him. Okay, all right. I didn't I mean. It's lean. And it's lean, yeah. And and the other ones had some, you know. Uh, Pleasance had the distinguishing feature in that kind of, I'm going to my apartment. You know that 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 certain <laughs> something. Good weirdo vibe. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, th- yeah, he did. This was just mm-hmm. a, a normal guy. Yeah. Just a regular old dude. Bald, smoked cigarettes <laughs> weird, but normal in every other aspect. He did get a 20-point bump for his baldness. I'll give him that. Yeah, um, he was very bald. Yeah. And... uh. A real bald man. A real bald man. Mm-hmm. He's not one of these posers that shave their head. <laughs> Give me a fucking shavers. Break. How dare you? Ugh. Or uh, Charles Gray just said, "I'm not. I have hair. <laughs> yeah. I, will I have hair. I like wearing I makeup. <laughs> I'm going to keep my hair. I will not take this off. <laughs> That's not bad. <laughs> that was. Thank you." <laughs> Yeah, so you guys both do the same. Blofeld, I talk like this. You see, that's pleasant. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Holy shit! I I like gave a forty-four. We're pretty close. So you also thought Blaine was a little low. I gotcha. I I feel like it's almost like this Blofeld wasn't written to originally be Blofeld. It's like he was written to be just a different villain. For Bond to face, he's not. So, have you ever heard of the term helicopter manager? <laughs> yes, like parent. That is Blofeld. That is not what he is doing in this movie. He's almost too active, and he needs to. He needs to be taking more of a delegation role, <laughs> and so in that way, he's not really didn't scream Blofeld to me. So this is almost like it's not just a villain score. It's a how much of a Blofeld is he? And he's kind of a weak Blofeld. So you make it. Those are great points. 
All right. It does seem like he was not supposed to be Blofeld. But they were like, we got to have something letting the audience remember and know that this is still Bond. I guarantee if you took out all the spoken words of Blofeld and he was just a guy named Balchamp who was at a mystery identity or he was not a count or something like that. I'm not saying it makes him a stronger villain, but it almost makes more sense. All right. Well, let's round it up, guys. Final one. Entertainment value. I almost said factor. But entertainment value. Uh, I'll go ahead and start this one. Uh, I got to tell you, I was not uh, very entertained in this movie. It's uh, it's a little boring. I got to be honest with you. It was not my favorite. Um, I gave it a 40. That's about it. That's all yeah. I got. Yeah. All right. It wasn't the most uh, energetic movie. Say no more. Yeah. Blaine, what about yourself? I gave it a 52. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like the end. The end was good. I like the yeah. end. The end, end was is good. good. Yes. I, I The two hours and 15 minutes beforehand, I don't know. Eh, not so much. Car yeah. chase was was decent. But overall, not my fave. Not the funnest. That heraldry stuff was tough, man. It was tough, man. Uh, 52. Okay. And Corey, let's round it up. Uh, so it up. I, I gave it a little bit more, and I think it's perhaps me wanting to give Lazenby a little bit of credit. I gave it a 61. This is one and only outing. The entertaining yeah. parts were entertaining. Um, but yeah, I mean, I agree with everything we've said. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a middle of the liner for me. Okay. Well, uh, 61 from Corey. Mm. All right, you guys, let's look at the numbers. So uh, the highest score, uh, we're going to take the average of all these scores. That will give us our final score. Corey, you were the highest this round. Uh, on this movie, you had an average of 51. Uh, I'm right behind you, though. I'm at 47.14. And then there's Blaine at 39.71. Yeah. Now, when we take the average of all three of ours, that leaves us with 45.95. So now here comes the time when we look and see where On Her Majesty's Secret Service falls in our overall Bond score. Let's see if it's taken the number one spot. And I'm going to have to say it did not. It has not. <laughs> it did not. Uh, it currently is right behind um, <laughs> Quantum. Uh, excuse me. It, uh, we got Casino Royale 67 dead last still. I don't think that's yes. changing. No. Uh, then we got Quantum. That's not going anywhere either, I don't believe. <laughs> Man with a Golden Gun. And then there's On Her Majesty's Secret Service. I think I feel pretty good. Those bottom three are going to be pretty stationary for a little while. <sighs> they suck. Mm, yeah, they're not great. They're not great. Uh, Casino Royale 67 holding strong with its 13.81. <laughs> uh, just uh, couldn't break out the 20s on that one. Just couldn't do it. Uh, but listen, uh, on Her Majesty's Secret Service, just a little above Man with a Golden Gun. And... Believe it or not, we have 
another doozy of a movie on tap for next Ooh, week. Yes, we do. Another real gem. Mm-hmm. Uh, a movie that James Bond fans hold in such high regard. Mm. And that's going to be a little movie. Blaine, tell them what it is. That would be <laughs> Die Another Day. Yep. Die Sigmund day. Freud, analyze. Analyze that. this. <laughs> Uh, and Blaine, that's going to be... Yeah. <laughs> I think we all know that Analyze That is Blaine's favorite sequel of all time. Mm, yes. So. Billy Crystal Franklin. Be... Ah. Mm-hmm. President Day. President Day. Yeah, so next week we go back to Brosnan, and Blaine, you're going to be doing the overview on that one. I am. That's exciting stuff. 40th right. anniversary, happy to do it. Yeah. I, you know what? You're holding your fake cigarette as normal. <laughs> yes, it's a oh, little yeah, bit sorry, too sorry, normal. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, sir. All right. So that wraps it up, guys. That's it. Well, until next week when we watch Die Another Day, this has been Judgment. Judgment.